warning, pop culture leftovers might not be suitable for people who can't handle insane amounts of profanity, so you might want to fuck off. Pop culture leftovers might take its time getting around to its advertised content as well. If this is a huge problem for you, then you too can fuck off. Pop culture leftovers typically has a long run time as well. If you can't handle a four to six hour podcast, then you probably won't like us, and you too can join the aforementioned cock thistles and fuck off altogether in unison. Others who may not be able to handle pop culture leftovers include children under the age of 14, if you regularly listen to NPR, are a pregnant woman that has spent most of your first, second, and third trimester looking at stupid shit on both Etsy and Pinterest, if you tuck in your t-shirts, if you use a Bluetooth headset in public, if you go to motivational speaking seminars, if you have life goals, if you have self-respect, if you have a heart condition, if you're a huge pussy, if you're a huge pussy with a heart condition, or if your name is Melvin, TFS706, or TJ Lamb. Everyone else, please enjoy. Episode 181. There's already like 7 million podcasts talking It's a trap. Good and toss it, good and taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it, can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over, counterculture push over. Pop culture leftover. And we're the uncool kids. What's to say has already been said. Leftover. Pretty sure that the only talent is the band that's singing this. Pop culture leftovers. You're listening to the only podcast with the balls to bite a radioactive spider. It's Pop Culture Leftovers. Five, Five, four, four, three, three, two, two, one. Hey, welcome to Pop Culture Leftovers, the only podcast that sounds even better the second day after it's been uploaded. I'm Brian. I'm Jake. And And we're we're the the leftovers. Leftovers. Stop. Hammer time. All right, Frank's back. Hello. Nice. Frank is back. And we're in sync. <sighs> yeah, wait, no, I th- we were talking earlier. Uh, we were the Backstreet Boys. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, as long as it's not 98 degrees, I'm in. <laughs> what, what's the O Town? <laughs> that's oh, that's God, one, too. Do you think that those guys ever gave anybody an orgasm? <laughs> not likely. Is that what the name means? They they take you to O Town. They're from Orlando, oh, but I think okay. the O is the big O. Oh, it's yeah. definitely a they, nod, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. They're kind of hey, welcome to O Town, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I never, I never thought of that. Yeah, yeah, I know. These are these are the things that I think about <laughs> in my spare time. <laughs> Why I'm doing a, uh, I don't know, subpar podcast with you guys. <laughs> Now I'm curious as why One Direction goes by 1D. Uh, are the rest <laughs> of them Unix? Huh? Are the rest of them Unix? They got like 1D between No, because they what... take you to D-Town. Oh. Uh, right? <laughs> sure. I don't why do they just come out with D-Town? Yeah, D-Town. <laughs> we, should, we should quit this podcast. Or just name their band a bunch of dicks. Like, yeah, that's that's one uh, that's one thing they could do, Frank. <laughs> there we go. It's catchy, right. right? Yeah, uh, a bunch of dicks. Yeah, the, the, no. The, this week the the comedy is flying fast and furious. Everybody's got to be named Richard in the band, though. Frank, you are the Vin Diesel of this podcast. <laughs> I live my life a quarter mile at a time. <sighs> All right, guys. Episode one eighty one. What number? One eighty one. Holy shit! Yeah, one hundred and eighty one. Uh, first off, I want to start off on a serious note. I want to thank everybody for the well wishes this week. I got a ton of them. Uh, last week after my cat passed away, you wouldn't believe how many people reached out to me and it was, uh, it was unreal. 
and it was it wasn't just like you know I, I posted the Facebook post, but I mean there were people that were sending me tweets and uh, people sending me like DMs on Twitter and Facebook and even emails emails from people like I've never even heard of before. Oh wow! People sending uh, pictures of their cats and of their pets and uh, Rebecca Daling sent me a sweet video and uh, I've heard of her dog Clark and uh, man it was just unreal like uh, the amount of support and understanding from people. That's really touching. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, and I, I want to thank everybody, like uh, Luther Shaver. Uh, oh man, so many people. Um, Derek Eagle. Um, God, um, trying to think. I, if I, I, I feel bad if I leave people out. Yeah, you opened it, up a big can of worms, starting to name names. There's so many. <laughs> there's so many people. There's so many. Uh, yeah, ben Ryan. So many people um, that sent all these wonderful emails and um, Steve Miller. Thank you. Um, Kelly Claiborne. I'm trying to think of it. I, I, I feel awful. And that's the thing. It's like, I, you know, like people send us like messages all the time, emails, and they send us like stuff on Facebook. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's so many, so many people. And I feel like I don't get, I, I wish I could give everybody all the time in the world. I really do. Oh, yeah. I, and sometimes I can't. Um, I really did make it a point though to thank everybody that sent me something this week about, uh, about, uh, about my cat passing away. So, well, there you go. Yeah. If you said everyone a thanks, I did. I, I think I, I think I did. And if I miss somebody, I want to thank you now. So, thank you so much because that meant a lot. Because um, that cat, uh, God damn it, that cat was such a big part of my life. I love that cat. I'm, I, you know what I mean? It's yeah. I just, mean, I, honestly, I think of the cat in some ways as part of the show. I mean, yeah. I remember some of our first episodes. You know, Mrs. Mac smacking her head against the microphone and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it's. Yeah, I've got pictures of uh, me setting up the podcast and and uh, doing uh, you know doing research for shows. I've got pictures of her just, and I didn't put her there, man. She was just there. She wanted to be just near me all the time. She'd jump up on the table and like lay down, and uh, she just wanted to be there. She just wanted to be next to me. Oh yeah, that's how you know when your when your cat loves you yeah. is when they just want to be next to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So she was a big part of my life, and I usually don't try to get too personal on the show. Every once in a while, I'll, I'll bring up a personal story and stuff like that. But I, you know, I, I kind of yeah, I put up walls. Everybody puts up walls, you know. Oh, of mm-hmm. course. And uh, I kind of I kind of tore that wall down for everybody, and I kind of let everybody know how much I love this cat, and everybody was just so understanding. And uh, so thank you. I want to thank everybody. I will always remember that, and I might bust your balls in the future. But mm-hmm. but on the flip side, like I love all of you for for taking the time out to do that. It meant a whole lot to me. Um, there's no way like, and usually like when something shitty happens, like I'll shut everybody the fuck out. Like I, I, you know, and like people like, Oh man, if you're all right, let me know. Let me know. And people know this. And I'll always say like, yeah, you know, yeah, thanks. Uh, You know, we'll talk, but like everybody was sharing their own stories. And like, as I'm reading it, like I'm tearing up and like, Mm -hmm. you you wouldn't believe like how this has helped me this week. Like I didn't want to do the show this week. Mm-hmm. I did not want to do the show this week. I was like, I'm going to take a week off. Oh yeah. I don't think anyone would have blamed you. Right. But on the flip, like uh, I want everybody to know like this, you guys brought me back this week and I wanted to see you guys too. Cause I haven't yeah, been able been to, a while. I haven't, I haven't been able to be in the same room with you guys. I wanted to see you guys and I wanted to do this. And as crazy as this seems, I know Mrs. Mack, Jesus Christ. <laughs> No crying, so everybody lived. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Apparently got some construction going on <laughs> above us. Minute worker. But I, I know Mrs. Mack would want me to be happy. She, oh, yeah. She brought me so much happiness. And that's the thing. It's like all this unconditional love that your pet, pets bring you. Like, mm-hmm. they, you know, like first, you, like, I think I'm doing something big for her. 
You know, like when I, when I, you know, here I am, I'm, I'm getting her, I, she was a, you know, she was a pet smart and here I am, I'm, I'm bringing her in. And, and I feel like, yeah, I'm doing something good for her. But like as the time goes by, it's like she's, she did something good for me, man. Oh like yeah. She gave me all this unconditional love and you don't get that from people. People always have like a lot, not everybody in your life, you know, uh, but even sometimes family members only w- looking out for themselves. And it felt like this is just true, like a, an animal. If if you, if you treat them right and and you love them, like they give you just this unconditional love, and it's just it's just just amazing um, that. Uh, well, it's so awesome of you to adopt an older cat like that too. Yeah, I mean, that, a lot of people. I, I'm sure she had a hard time getting adopted, being an older yeah. cat. And I don't know. I don't know what her life was before this. I know, I know she did have like a, like a little bend in her tail. So I was, uh, part of me was always thinking that maybe she's with a family that had kids and one of the kids grabbed the tail and, and hurt her and stuff. And, uh, the family just, maybe they picked up and moved or maybe she lived with an older lady, you know, and the older lady passed away and nobody else in the family wanted the cat. Yeah. And, um, hard saying. And, um, she was, uh, man, she was, a, she was, she was a special cat. And it's, it's hard coming home. Sometimes like I wake up in the morning and I, I forget that, you know, she's not there. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, um, and, um, I'm getting a, I'm getting a, there's a guy on, and for anybody else that if you have pets and you had to bury him, um, there's a guy on Etsy and I can send you the information if you want to. He makes granite little flat plaques that you can put in your yard. Mm. Oh, that's really cool. And um you can even for I think it's like 35 bucks, you can have him like um laser etch a picture of them on it. Oh, that's neat. Uh, you can you can even mow over these cuz they wow. they lay flat yeah. and they're granite and they look really nice. The guy does a great job. So I'm going to get one made for Mrs. Mac and have it in the yard and because you know when I go out there, I just don't want it to be a, you know, just a place in the yard. I mean, right. she's Yeah, know. that's awesome. So um that's where she's gonna, that's where she's gonna stay and you know, every time I, every time I go past it, you know, I actually I've gone out there pretty much every day and um, and uh, kinda, you know, just sit. It's okay, man, it's okay. I, I yeah. completely get it, man. I, the cat that Michelle has, Pinky, I've only known it for like four years and I would be a wreck if Pinky were to pass away. Yeah. So I, I completely get it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Let's have a smoke. Yeah, let's take a break. Time out. Time in. All right. Hey, we're back. Yes. Frank, what are you doing over I'm there? buttoning up business. All right. Get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Distracting. I wonder how many people, like, uh, you know, before we took the break, I wonder how many of our listeners are like, man, he's going to crack. He's going to crack. They're taking, you know, they're taking bets. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, for them, it's just moments, right? They're going to hear some kind of sound yeah. clip. and Yeah. Then, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, alright. So, no, I'm not playing any sound clips in between. In between the breaks? No. Not, this, that wasn't like a real break. We went like eight minutes or some shit. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> not playing a break there. We're just, boom. You know what I mean? <laughs> back in. We're back in it. <laughs> back in it. Yeah. <sighs> so for them, it's really weird. Yeah, it's really weird. For me, it was like three hours. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, April 29th, guys. Uh, going to be uh our four-year anniversary holy fuck that is crazy damn yeah and even though we took like a few months off there for a little bit who's yeah. counting those i don't count those i don't either <laughs> we still existed yeah so uh yeah 429 429 is going to be uh four years four four years of pcl big god damn we're gonna have a big celebration or some shit yes definitely <laughs> Probably. Is, is it on a saturday i don't know what the fuck <laughs> well, let me check my calendar here yeah check it out 
Yeah, 429 is actually on a Saturday. Holy, Holy shit. shit. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, yeah, big be... celebration. Yeah. We'll pull out all the stops. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a grill out. What are we, what, 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 you know, that's the thing. I, mean, I got nothing planned. <laughs> all the bells and whistles. Nothing. <laughs> I got nothing planned. There's nothing planned. We'll just get on here and do our regular shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, like all these podcasts that like they, they take on the endeavor of like the uh, the, the best of. Mm, yeah, I'm not going back. Some of our episodes are like six fucking hours. Jesus. The best of, and we haven't had any best of moments, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, you make listeners do that for you. Maybe, what are we gonna? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Frank in the piss bucket, maybe. Yeah, maybe that'll be the whole episode. And here's bucket. our best of. Frank taking a piss in a bucket. <laughs> you should make listeners do that for us. No, I'm not. No, I, I wouldn't want to put that on anybody. Oh, they, they'd want to do it. No, no. Tell us timestamps and episodes. No, 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 no. Our listeners would be like, "Yeah, I'm all about it." And then I'd, I'd check in on them. So how far have you gotten? And I'm only giving them fucking like, well, eighteen days. It'd yeah. be like when Dan 20 some, ran the twenty some days the cover page for the leftover let's army. Get it, let's like get it going now for our uh, fifth maybe, anniversary. That's maybe, bigger anyway. We should just all talk over one another. How about that? <laughs> Sorry, I'm that, down. How about, I, yeah, how about In we, memory of Daniel Hopner. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> we could have a Hopner episode where nobody gets to say shit. We're all just yammering over one another. Uh, that sounds like a good fucking time. I like it. Can you make it so one of us come out of each headphone so we really oh, fuck Jesus. everything up? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like an episode of Legion. Right, for real. This is what David feels hey, like. We should do a podcast like that one time where I'm out of the right headphone, you're out of the left, and we how just talk at the that? same time. Jesus. I know how to do it. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, you could set that up. Yeah, oh, Audacity makes it pretty easy to do that. Like, all we need to do is get me drunk and spin me around ten times and then have me do that. That'll be great. We'll put, we'll put Frank's burps on both speakers. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Dan going to do, like, a Star Wars movie with us? What happened? Oh, to I remember that? Episode 8, he's still planning on coming. No, That's not hard. that. He'd like the like to edit the movie, like dub the movie with that, our voices. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah, because he he that. did a, a clip of it that was absolutely yeah. hilarious. Right. I missed that. Yeah, it was, it's the scene where Han is running down the corridor and he runs yeah. into the stormtroopers. Yeah, and then runs back away. Since he since 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 he's been on the ball with that, I'll have him do this project you were talking about. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, yes. The, the greatest of. Didn't all the stormtroopers make like Frank noises? Yeah, it, it was pretty funny. Yeah. What's a Frank noise? Uh, I don't remember. They were just like, gotcha. Frank noise. Yeah, that would be the modern day version. <laughs> if Dan were to decide to start again and do the first five minutes of the project, that would be how it would be now. Right. <laughs> Han runs out. I was Chewbacca. Uh, I forget who you were, Brian. I wasn't anybody. I was not even in it. <laughs> you weren't included. I think I was going to be Vader, but I was never even in it. So oh, nice. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna jump into uh, we're gonna jump into Frank's coughing fit. Sorry, I just coughed once. I'm just being a dick. <laughs> yeah, Frank, you should get that checked out. <laughs> Let's take a break so you can go to the doctor. Jeez. All right, Frank, turn your head to the left. Cough. Yeah, oh, I'm not tugged on anything. Damn it, I'm disappointed. All right, let's see here. It's uh, time for uh, iTunes reviews. There's a fucking there it is. Remember when I unveiled that the, yeah. for the first time on one of our episodes? 
little zero reaction from you guys. Yeah, I was probably stunned by its greatness. It was. It was. It, I, don't, I don't think you I don't were think on. I was on. It but was it's my favorite. Thing. Yeah, it, I would love to hear that clip again. It was. It was. <laughs> it was very underwhelming, and uh, I felt like, man, you know, I'd been hitting some of the bumpers out of the park. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I felt like I was on top of the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here it's ye. funny how it is because that's probably my favorite one. Yeah. Hear ye, hear ye. Read all of the gangsters fuckness. Ah, I love it, Brian. It's great. <laughs> and then I, I, I unveil that one, and it's just like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, get ready to bask in my greatness I felt, <laughs> you know what i mean i felt like a porno yeah it's and time I felt, for the grand slam yeah yeah it's time for the money shot you know you're gonna get to, you're gonna get in the face you know what i mean yeah. and uh yeah I, I scored all over the place like it was like glorious you know what i mean and no it was like welcome to o-town and like nobody gave a fucking shit yeah it's like we were at a gallagher show we had the fucking plastic over our heads yeah, and yeah. All Randy that. marsh after he yeah. finally got on the internet nobody fucking cared i fucking i i, I and i was like i, I yeah, after that i had like a come to jesus moment and I was like, did, did I miss on this one? <laughs> and I was even telling you guys, I was like, what, what the fuck? You guys didn't care. Like, you, nobody gave a shit. And like, I was like, did I, no, no. and you were like, oh, it's fine. It's <laughs> fine. Oh, it's that's what, yeah, that's what everybody wants to hear. You someone, know I mean? someone tell me what episode that happened. On. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but I would like to hear it. Yeah, I want to hear that. I, I would too. like to hear it because you guys didn't give a shit, man. And now everybody's like, oh, I love the offspring bumper. And like, <laughs> you know, back, back when it was first unveiled though, I felt like, you know, I felt like it was ahead of its time. Like you guys, you guys couldn't understand it back. It was, it was. I would rank <laughs> yeah. it number one now. Yeah, back if then. I were going to rank the pop culture leftovers bumpers, Offspring is my number one. <laughs> yeah, back in 2015, though, you guys weren't ready for it. You yeah. know what I mean? Followed by Mar- Marvel News is my number two. I felt like Marty McFly when he was playing the Chuck Berry song. He was like, ah, your it. kids will love it. <laughs> what, came right bef- what came right before the iTunes review? I don't know. It must have been a smash. It was probably Marvel News. Yeah, Marvel News or something. Yeah. I don't know. God damn you guys. <laughs> now, now it's a big hit, you know? Anyway, uh, this iTunes it was ahead of its time. You can't blame us. We just weren't visionaries enough. I wasn't to see here. It. I get. I saw it though. Yeah, I saw it though. You I were the visionary. I saw it for its greatness. That's why it's still here. Yeah, man, you're Jesus. the visionary. We were just like, duh. Yeah, this is stupid. I, I think I played it again. <laughs> I think I played it again. I think I played the fucking thing, tw- or, or I might have been so offended the first time that I was just like, "Fuck it!" I actually was probably thinking about throwing it in the trash. And that was on the ep- we recorded this. Yes. Oh man, I need to hear this. This sounds great. Every time I unveil these bumpers, it's the first time on the show. Yeah. yeah. And, and right now, there's some fucking asshole right out there right now saying, "Get to the content." And to you, sir. <laughs> yeah, fuck that. This is fuck good stuff. you, fuck you. Anyway, uh, this this uh, iTunes review. It's not a new. It's actually an updated iTunes review. Ah. Jake, this is directed towards you, Uh-oh. Chief. Uh oh. All right. Remember Sith Lord Forty Nine? Uh, maybe. Remember, he was the guy that said, "I'm leaving the show because of Jake." Oh. All right. He says, "Love the show again," uh. and uh, it's titled "Love the Show Again," and. Uh, it's five star. Took a break, but I'm back. Love the show. I will not let Jake get to me again. Yay. <laughs> good job, Sith Lord. How do you feel about that, Jake? That's good, great. That's good great. Good stuff. Good yeah. stuff. Hit me up, Sith Lord. We can hash it out. Yeah. I'll hash it out with you. Jake's a great guy. I don't understand. Yeah. You know? Find me on Twitter. Find me on Facebook. I'll hash it out with you. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you like that I think sucks. I'll explain it to you. Uh, he thinks you suck. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I'll explain better why I sucked in. <laughs> now, I actually I want to thank Sith Lord Forty Nine. He actually uh, gave an iTunes review for Legion the podcast, and in the um, man, I love that new review. Um, it just looks so like to people that have no idea the context. It's awesome. What this one? Yeah, the I will not let Jay get to be again yeah. or whatever. That's great. Right. I love it. 
but he sent me a he's he gave an iTunes review for Legion the podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, he was uh, another one of these people that was really supportive uh, about my cat passing away, and said he had a he had a cat named uh, Diego mm-hmm. that passed away recently. So um, yeah, man, thank you so much, dude. Um, I'm glad you updated the iTunes review. And yeah, dude, don't Jake gets to me sometimes too. <laughs> I mean, we have it on we have it on recording. It's it, yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> this, is, this is true. I mean, go back and listen to Cruising for a Bruising. Oh god, um, yeah, Frank remembers oh, that god. one. My Jesus. favorite argument of all time. Do you know what it is? Which which one's that? It's Soup Brian. Oh, Soup Brian. <laughs> 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 We've seen some appearances of Suit Jake, though. Yeah, oh, We've definitely. seen Suit Jake. Oh, definitely. Out. Yeah. Soup. Oh, definitely. Jake. Jake can definitely stir the pot for fun sometimes. What's up with, the, what's up with us in the stroll down memory lane? What's going on with us in the stroll down four memory years. lane? Yeah, we're making our, we're making, we're doing the podcast now. We're it's, jumping ahead. Yeah, we're, it, yeah, well, it's not been four years yet. That's close. We're that's, jumping ahead. Yeah. Jesus. That's fun. This we're is at like the vinegar fuck the content. Now. You know, even O Town, they don't give you that big O until they, you know. <laughs> Until the finale. Nice bringing it back to O-Town. You gotta bring it back to O-Town. Everybody's thinking of something. Why does Brian know so much about boy bands? (laughs) Why does he know that O-Town was from Orlando? Yeah. I don't know. I've been to Brian's house. I've seen the O-Town poster. (laughs) You've seen seen me working on the dance moves, too. So, yeah. Choreographed dance moves. Uh, Yeah. Oh, I want to plug another podcast here real quick. Uh, It's from one of our listeners, and this guy is just a – you know what? I'm going to use this word. I never use this word. He is just a delightful fucking human being. Oh, Jesus. Uh, his name, yeah, I never use the word delightful for anything. You know what I mean? Except, unless I'm referring to that song, Afternoon Delight. <laughs> um, which makes me think of Arrested Development, which I'm going to talk about later. Anyway, I want to, I want to plug, uh, Joe Stark. He's one of our listeners. He has no idea that I'm going to plug him. He didn't ask me to do this. I'm just doing this, uh, just, just to plug him as a person. He's a great guy. He's basically got a free form type of podcast where oh, he yes. brings people on and they just have a conversation. And I listened to – I haven't listened to all your episodes, dude. I'm going to go back and listen to your catalog. But I, the recent – the one I listened to was with, with uh, him and Rebecca Daling. Uh-huh. And uh, it was fantastic, man. Um, the Start it, Cast, right? It's called The Start Cast and, uh, or just Start Cast. Um, so, yeah, definitely listen to Start Cast. It's a lot of fun. And, uh, man, he just – he just seems like the kind of guy – I wish I could be more like Stark. I mean, you know what I mean? Like there's certain people mm-hmm. and you hear them and you're like, man, I wish I could be more like that guy. They just let sit, shit fucking like roll off their back and you can like tell it in this guy's voice. Like, you know, he just lets shit roll off his back and he's just got such a good spirit. So a lot of fun to listen to. Like people listen to this podcast and like we got Sith Lord 49 over here. And yeah. You know what I mean? He listens to you, Jake, and he just – he had to fucking leave the podcast for a while. <laughs> I mean I, I mean I get it. Four hours of me. That's I know. He's just like I gotta leave. Like you listen to start that. You listen to Starcast though, and it's like I'm ready for the next episode. I want to hear more of this guy. He, he's got this soothing voice, and you just want to hear more of him. And then you listen to Jake over there, or me, like, or yeah, me. Yeah. My God, I'm. A, if you, yeah, like if somebody, if you have a hard time dealing with stress, do not listen to this podcast. <laughs> like there is so much fucking stress in my body right now. Like if stress was like a physical entity. My God, the yeah. stress that would come out of my fucking asshole. Like, <laughs> if I shit my stress out, oh my God. You ever seen that movie Milo? It's about a, it's, a, no. a, a, it's the guy, uh, Ken, uh, Ken Marino, uh, from oh, yeah. Wet Hot American Summer. All of his stress, he shits it out and it's this little, it's this little stress demon. 
And it goes, I have seen this movie. I have seen this movie. And it goes around killing people. Oh my god! Seriously, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I would shit like a velociraptor. <laughs> that would just go go around, just fucking terrorizing. Do you think people, people hear the stress in our episodes? Do you think it comes through? I don't. Yeah, oh, definitely with me. <laughs> Absolutely, it does. Oh my god, the frustration in my voice sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, Frank frustrates yeah, me that. weekly. <laughs> yeah, no, Thanks, I don't know. Frank. So, all right, guys, we're gonna move into anything else we, we want to yammer on about any more boy band bullshit. You know? No, mm-hmm. I, I guess we should save the more greatest hit stuff for yeah. two weeks, <laughs> three weeks from now. Next week, I swear I'm gonna come here and Jake's just gonna have tissues ready for me. You big fucking pussy. Here yeah. you go, Brian. We got, we got sweet Star Wars ones at work too. I can get you. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, and they're really cool. Yeah. They got like blueprints of the different vehicles on them. If you blow, t- are they are they strong? Are they strong? Tissues? Uh, they're at least two ply. Okay, because if you like blow through them and it blows like a like breaks a hole through them, the force is not strong in those <laughs> tissues. <laughs> I mean, as long as you're not fl- like a flu, like yeah. flu snotting, you should be good. Yeah, all right. Do you guys like the ones that have like the the lotion in them? I no. like the ones with the menthol. The menthol. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. You can get Vicks ones that I like, or you yeah. can, like one brand has the Vicks license and one yeah. just has menthol. I like yeah. them. I don't know, man. I guess like there's some. I don't know. I just feel like the ones that have like uh, you're that have like the aloe in them, like yeah, they're the, kind the, of slimy. The, and yeah, gross. Slimy. yeah. Like they're supposed to get slimy. They don't start off that way. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? That's like <laughs> I hate that. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like it's like uh, grabbing like a uh, spanker chip and it's already got jizz all over. Yeah. It, you know? Yeah. It's just good like Lord. that. Perfect analogy, Brian. It's yeah. just like that. Not a good look. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah, listen to StartCast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We talk about a lot of stupid shit. We talk about, yeah. All right, moving on. Like you made that sound like a StartCast analogy. What? What was that? The uh, <laughs> the tissue thing. <laughs> the already having the jizz and everything. It was a nice segue to uh, StartCast. That, that was not intended that way. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to move into good pop, bad pop. It's time for more leftover reviews with good pop, bad pop. All right, good pop, bad pop is where we talk about the things from the previous weekend or weeks that we've either watched or read. Sometimes we rate these things, and if this is your first time listening to the podcast, we want you to be familiar with our rating system. The rating system is simple. If the leftovers don't like something, they toss it. If they do like something, they suggest you taste it. And if it's brilliant, it gets a Tupperware rating. If all the leftovers love it, then it gets the pinnacle of success, a Tupperware party. Oh, party. Oh, Tupperware party. Tupperware party. (laughs) The pinnacle of success. Jesus, guys. The pinnacle of success. I should should have had that guy take it down a little notch. A little too excited. (laughs) Too late now, man. We're like 181 in. Yeah, I know. Jesus. Hey. Fucking Clive, right? He's got yeah. 10. Haven't thrown that name out in a while. Yeah, yeah no Clive. Shit. He's nope. been in more episodes than anybody. Yeah. Brandon, yeah. Brandon McLean has no idea what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> Brandon. Yeah, we, we kind of christened the guy that does the, uh, the iTunes, not the iTunes review, the fucking, uh, rating system. The rating system, yeah. Yeah, his name is Clive, so catching you up, chief. <laughs> All right, guys. I want to talk about, uh, I've been doing an arrested development rewatch. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, I'm doing it a little bit differently. Um, because, uh, my first, my favorite seasons are seasons one and two. So I am going to, I'm actually starting with four. Wow. Because it's, it's still a Tupperware in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I love it. I, I think it's fantastic, but it's, 
It's just not good. It's not as good as season one and two. So I don't want to go down that trap where it's like, oh man, they, they, these get worse. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, yeah. I, I, I think that there's a lot to love about season four. You know, it's just, you don't get, uh, you get different family Bluth family members in different episodes, mm-hmm. but I I, lo- I I do love it overall. I think it's fantastic. I still I still love season four, so I've been rewatching season four. After that, I'm going to go through and watch seasons one and two, and then three. Three's probably one of my least favorite seasons. Seasons one and two are fantastic. Yeah, season two's the best. Season three. The big problem with season three was they knew. Okay, Fox kind of knew that it was done, and Mm -hmm. they they were going to let him finish. It was a shortened season, number one, uh, and Fox kind of knew it was done. And they kept switching when it was on. They kept switching the night it was on. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes what they would do is they would burn through two episodes in one night. I remember that. when oh. it, I remember season three was when I started watching yeah. as they were airing. And I remember yeah. that. It, it was, was it was hard to keep up with the show, too. The only reason I was able to do it, because they kept showing it on different nights and sometimes two episodes at once, is because I had a TiVo back then. This mm-hmm. was, like, pre, like, everybody having a DVR. Yeah. yeah. And TiVo was, like, the first of its kind to come out. So I had a TiVo at the time. Huh? And so I put in for, like, every time a new episode of Arrested Development would come out, please record it. And it would. And, like, there was – I don't understand. Like, unless you had a fucking TV guide or you were going online trying to figure out, like, when five was showing the show yeah. it was like you're gonna miss some episodes and like it's a good season it's like the introduction of blah 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 mm-hmm. and you know some some great things came out of ep- uh, season three but on the flip side they knew it was wrapping up and so and it was a shortened season so it it, it did make that season suffer but man i for everybody wanting to know like this is my favorite show of all time nice like, nice arrested development is like you know, and there's some great, you know, sitcoms and shows out there, you know, like Cheers is like amazing and, and there's so many great shows, you know. Um, but Arrested Development is, is my favorite. I love the Bluth family. Like, I, like this took like, I think, I think it was ahead of its time. We're talking about things that are ahead of its time, mm. like this show and then the Ben Stiller show. Yeah. Both way ahead of its time. Like some of the millennials listening right now, they're like, the Ben Stiller show? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? But yeah, this was like, Ben Stiller, you know, sketch comedy back in like the er, back in 92, 93. What's crazy about Arrested Development and the Ben Stiller show is that they both won Emmys for comedy and they both were canceled. So, yeah, that's super wild. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can, I got a confession. I have never watched season four of Arrested Development. Oh, you, I've seen everything else. I just heard yeah. so much negativity no, 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 about no, no. it. I was it's, just like, it's, eh. In my opinion, it's still a Tupperware. It's just one of those things where, um, they couldn't get all the cast together. They did, they did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, in the, there are scenes when they're in, you know, um, uh, in, in, in the apartment and they're all together. But as far as, like, you don't get a lot of Buster, and you right. don't get a lot of Maybe. Like, you get a Buster episode, you get a Maybe episode, but, like, everything else is just kind of, like, everybody's scattered. You don't get a lot of Michael Cera either, so right. not a lot of George Michael. Yeah, so, it's but disappointing. It is disappointing, but it's still a great season. It's really good. And what they do is, like, you will see one scene, mm-hmm. and you'll see these characters interact in that scene, and then later on in another character-centric episode, they'll show the same scene with different parts moving in that scene yeah because it'll be from their perspective so you'll see like the same scene played out five times and it's really genius it's an interesting way to work around the constrictions they had with the time of the actors and everything and they fill in a lot of gaps from like when the show ended i mean it's not just 
you know, okay, let's get you caught up to 2013. Like they're going back to like 2007. So you're like, you're getting some things that are really funny that happened in between, you know, the show uh, ending and, and uh, restarting again. Mm -hmm. So, um, as far as I know, they are still like, we were supposed to get season five in 2016. We still haven't gotten it. Right. And it's because we got Jeffrey Tambor doing his own show now. Uh, we've got, you know, Jason Bateman and, and, uh, Michael Cera and, 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 uh, you know, I, I think it's going to be easy for them to get Will Arnett, even with like the Lego movies. Oh, the I, I, yeah, yeah. I completely agree. He's yeah. so wrapped up in Netflix right now. You know, yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. he'll the, be right on top of that. The mm-hmm. flake, the flaked show. And, yeah. And, uh, you know, and you've also got Ron Howard doing his own thing. And you got to get yeah. Ron Howard in there. I'm going to throw this out there, dude. Joe Vitale sounds exactly like fucking Ron Howard. Oh, that's hilarious. I, he does. Like his voice. Like it, I was watching Arrested Development and I got, I, I was like, holy shit. Am I listening to the podcast, the Supercast right now? Or <laughs> I want to hear him say, I want to hear him fucking read off like the, just like the intro to the show. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Because he sounds just like Ron Howard. It's, yeah. it's bizarre. That's been my holdoff for season four. Cause Watch I've kinda, it. Watch I've kind of read that they, when they do more, they want to make sure they do it proper. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, all right, I'll just wait. So when I finish season four, I yeah. immediately have something proper to watch. Right. The thing is, it's like, let's, let's get it done now because Jeffrey Tambor is like 72 years yeah, old. You, you've got, you know, um, the, the, you know, uh, the other woman, the other, I can't remember the actress's name, the mother on the show. She, she's 76. Oh yeah. Um, she's like, like my favorite character. And you gotta have, you, you gotta have Lucille number two. You gotta have Liza Minnelli yes, come back. Yes. I mean, you know, she's getting up there. So it's, uh, man, but some great, I mean, Andy Richter is in the fourth season. Mm. You know, Ben Stiller comes back in this, in the fourth season. Terry Crews. Um, is yeah. Terry Crews is great in it. And, uh, uh, man, it, 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 it is a fantastic season. If you've never watched Arrested Development, I highly, highly recommend it. It's not your regular sitcom to where you can just jump in on any episode. It's not like King of Queens and fucking like the Goldbergs and you just can't jump in on every episode. It's a story. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, um, it's, it's fantastic. It's, the comedy is just top notch. I give it like six episodes, yeah. six episodes, cause mm-hmm. I, I found what, cause I watched the first two seasons, like binged them. Yeah. I found it took about to episode seven or eight before yeah. I was just like in hysterics. Yes. And then when I went back and saw the first six episodes again. Right. And I was familiar with the characters they were just as funny too yeah it just took a moment to kind of get used to the characters and everything yeah i mean i mean there's not a lot of buster in it which is unfortunate but i mean you still get some great buster and lucille moments in this like lucille is like uh on she's like on she can't smoke in the apartment so (laughs) he would she would smoke a cigarette blow the smoke into buster's mouth and he would blow it outside yeah <laughs> oh my god it's just so funny i i'm in hysterics i'm like dying laughing like this show is just so good and and going back and watching because I've, I've watched the first like three seasons i multiple i own them on dvd and i've watched them like multiple times but mm. I, I only did watch the fourth season the one time and so going back and watching it again and just you know uh, spending time with them again it's just so much fun it's just a, such a great ride and if you've never seen it Definitely give it a shot. Because it's all on Netflix, right? It's all on Netflix. Nice. Netflix yeah. owns it all now. Mitch Hurwitz and Ron Howard, it's just, it's just an amazing show. Um, next thing I wanted to talk about real quick was the Netflix Live. This kind of ties in. It's Will, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Will Arnett. And, uh, it's, if you haven't watched it today, it's supposed to be gone after today. Yeah, do you believe that? 
do you think they're really going to get rid of it? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think so. That's too bad because it's pretty hilarious. It's pretty funny. It's I, basically it's just uh, Will Arnett and he's just commenting on different objects. Like it's like in an office. Yeah, it's in it's <laughs> in the Netflix office, okay. and he's just he's just commenting on different things in the office. So like. They'll have a camera on like the copier and mm-hmm. he'll talk about like the lighting in the room. <laughs> he'll talk about the one guy coming in there and grabbing a sheet of paper off the copier and he's like, all right, let's watch that in slow motion. And, and yeah, he's definitely trying to be funny. Yes. And, uh, there's a toaster. There's a microwave scene where a guy, you know, microwaves a burrito. Um, oh my god. It was really funny what I, what I watched. I, I got I, I loved it. I thought it was great. And it was supposed to be, basically they were setting it up to where like this was kind of like a, they were going to do a Netflix live today mm-hmm. and this was kind of like a preview. Yeah, I, it was an April Fool's joke and basically yes. the joke is, is on your Netflix menu, they like kind of try to perpetuate that you're clicking on to watching a live stream. Right, right. But it's really just the same 48 minutes no matter when you click. But they set it up that the next day was going to be a full day of it. And uh, so when you went back, the message today read, Netflix Live has been canceled. We miscalculated the number of people who like to binge watch microwaves. <laughs> Dave from Analytics is in trouble. So they were supposed to do this all day. Oh. That was like the big joke, and they didn't. So okay. uh, But yeah. you could still watch the uh, 48 minutes? Yeah, you could still watch the 48 minutes anytime. And th- supposedly they're taking it off tomorrow. So like it's only going to be available yesterday and today. Uh, some nerd will put it on YouTube or oh, something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Heck, yeah. So you'll get that. Shit. So I give, uh, yeah, rest of development gets a Tupperware from me and, uh, Netflix live. This gets a Tupperware from me. I, I got Will Arnett's just hysterical. He's great. Well, I'd like to kind of continue a little bit the same conversation. Yeah. Um, I was looking for kind of a sitcom format show to just kind of watch. I've been looking for just kind of a light, funny show to come home and just watch a couple episodes of every day. Yeah. And I'm just scanning through Netflix, just like looking at what they have to offer. And finally, I just said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to watch what's basically probably the best and decided to give Cheers the rewatch. Oh, yes. Yes. And um, in the last two weeks, I just finished the first season Mm -hmm. and I've watched the first two episodes of the second season. Yeah. And oh, man, I I have always loved this show. Yeah. Like, it's not like I'm like, now it's a Tupperware after seeing it. But if there was a rating higher than Tupperware, I I would give it to Cheers. It is just unbelievable how well this show stands up. Yeah. Considering how old it is, like, a, Who is, it? is it Glenn Burroughs that did the show? That why does my phone always turn Siri on while we're podcasting? I don't know. I have it completely turned on. Glenn Burroughs is correct. Okay, but um, oh man, it's it's the chemistry between uh, Ted Danson and um, Diane. Diane, yeah, yeah. Uh, what Shelley Long? Shelley Long, yeah. Oh, it's unbelievable. Oh yeah. So, and I, I'm going to keep with it, and I'm really curious to see as a kid, and I really remember still liking the uh, Christie Alley stuff. Oh, it's still good. Yeah. It's still very good. So yeah. I'm really interested to see the transition of that as yeah. an adult. Because I, I probably have not watched this stuff for like 20 years. See, I would watch it in syndication quite a bit. But yeah. like I wasn't watching it in order. I actually was doing what you were doing just a few months ago, mm-hmm. watching it. And uh, I got through season one as well. I need to pick it back up. I need to keep watching it. But man, uh, going back and watching those old Coach episodes. Oh, Coach oh, is so shit, I funny. Coach. I yeah. forgot how funny Coach was. Coach is fantastic. Yeah. yeah and I, I love seeing uh, the guy from Na- Harry Anderson from Night. Is it a bunch of the first season? Oh yeah, the magician. Yeah, and that's really fun. He's like basically a grifter, Mm -hmm. and he's always like running schemes and everything. (laughs) And as a kid, I remember the episode. I haven't seen one yet, but I remember they always had a feud with another bar. 
Yeah. And they yeah. did a bunch of episodes with the other bar. Yeah. And I'm excited to get to those kind of episodes. And, uh, I mean, this show spun at least a couple spinoffs. We we had Frasier and the Tortellis. Yeah, I yeah. forgot about the Tortellis. Yeah, Tortellis only went one season. It was uh, Car- Carla's husband mm-hmm. from the show and then uh, Casey Kasem's wife. Oh, shit. She was the uh, tall blonde, his wife in that show. Who plays Car- Carla's husband in the show? Cause I can't remember. They haven't shown name. that character yet in the first season. Oh, you'll, you, yeah, you'll get him later on. Yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, the Tortellis, that only lasted a season. I remember watching that show. Do they eventually show uh, Norm's wife, Vera? Is no, her- she never was. Uh, th- there was, I remember one episode, um, they were going to Norm's house for some for some to, to meet Vera or uh, something. It was like a party or something. I can't remember. I remember watching it as a kid and it, this has always stuck with me. They get to the house and they open up the door and the power goes out. Oh shit. <laughs> and all the lights go off That's awesome. and you can't see shit. That's and hilarious. I was just like, Oh my God. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it's, um, Oh man, it's such a Tupperware. It's so great. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, the ball's gonna keep rolling because I, I've just been watching at least one or two every day now. I hate to promote this guy, um, right now because like, it's not like he needs anybody else listening to his fucking podcast, but Kevin Smith was actually, I was listening to an episode of Smodcast today mm-hmm. and he was actually talking. He had, uh, this other guy that he does a podcast with, uh, he was doing that, uh, Toss Style and Scrambled Eggs podcast where he talks about Frasier. Well, that show went on hiatus for like a year. So him and this host, I think the guy's name is Mike. Of course, mm-hmm. you know, Kevin's talking about him directing the Goldbergs and everything else that he's doing and all this other shit. But they start talking about Cheers towards the end of this. And he's talking about how the, the guy, Mike, he brings up a great point. He's saying in the first episode, he's saying this pilot is so wonderfully set up where a lot of pilots fail. He said the first introductions that you have with these characters – are, they set up the characters perfectly. You know who they are from the get. When you meet, uh, you know, Diane, uh, she comes, she basically says something to where you can tell that she's, she's stuck up and snooty and she's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, come from a, like a, a rich, well-to-do family. When you first meet, you know, uh, uh, uh Ted Danson, um, Sam, damn, Sam, when you first meet Sam, you know, Sam says something about, you know, yeah, if I didn't, if, uh, if I didn't work here, I'd fire myself. You know, Carla shows up late to work. She's bitching about her kids. Yeah. You know, Cliff gives out some fact. Norm says something, I think, maybe about, uh, you know, uh, drinking all the time and wanting coach to get Coach gets up. confused. Yeah. yeah, coach gets, like every, you know, each character, as soon as they're introduced, basically you understand who they are. And I was just like, oh my God, he's so right. That's such a great point. Woody Harrelson was great on that show too. Yeah. After, when does he come in? After coach passed away. Okay. After Coach passed away, he, 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 they, they brought Woody in and they went with the younger actor. I think, I don't know if they learned from Night Court. I think Night, do you remember Night Court? They went, oh, through, I love Night Court. Well, they went through like two bailiffs. They went, they mm-hmm. had an older woman who was their first bailiff. She died while they were doing like, you know, after maybe oh, wow. the second season. They brought in an older, another older woman to play like the bailiff part. And she died. And then that's where they brought in a younger actress. So I, th- I don't know if they learned from that. You know, I wish that show existed somewhere to watch. Yeah, still. Night Court was fantastic because he had Bull and Roz, right? Yeah, I always wonder if that that holds up. John Larroquette. Yeah. Oh John yeah, Larroquette. John Dan. Fucking, oh yeah, Jan. Dan. Oh yeah. John fucking, fucking Larroquette. Ball lawyer. Yeah, yeah. He was great. <laughs> Such a great show. That and um, uh, I love anything Judd Hirsch does. I, I, I tried watching the Superior Donuts or whatever the fuck show he's doing mm-hmm. now. It's awful, but I love I Taxi. Mm-hmm. Fucking mm-hmm. taxi, man. And uh, then he – I love Dear John. 
Did you watch Dear John? No, I did no. not. After Taxi ended, he he, he him and uh, uh, the, the 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 other the lady from uh, Taxi. I can't remember what her fucking name is now. She was on Taxi. Either I can't remember her name either. You know, she has an identic. Uh, what is it? They call it identic memory, where she remembers all the dates, like photogenic. Like, yeah, uh, if she met you like on March 29th of 2012, like the next time she met you, she could tell oh, you she like would it, know that day. she would know that day. Holy She's got shit. like an identic memory or photogenic or whatever the fuck. Yeah, um, I can't think of her fucking name. Anyway, moving on. Frank, what do you? Mary, Mary Lou Henner. Mary Lou oh, Henner. Yeah. God, uh, she she's like. How old is she? Like seventy something? She still looks amazing. Jesus. Mary Lou Henner looks great. Mary Lou Henner is crap, where's her birthday? She's sixty-four. Yeah, sixty-four. Oh. She still looks great. Oh, born and, in Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, she's she's awesome, man. Really she's my uh, favorite Mary Lou. Second to Mary Lou R- R- Retton. <laughs> the little gymnast girl. Yeah. Really? Second? You like you like Mary Lou Retton better? No, she's no oh, oh. Mary Lou yeah, she's my favorite. No, yeah, I fucked that sentence up. <laughs> Jesus. I, I was, like, shocked. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big Mary Lou Retton fan. Yeah, I, 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 I loved my, her in Scrooged. <laughs> I uh, rank my Mary Lou's the same way. Yeah. yeah. I, All I, right. I second that. But, yeah, cheers, Tupperware. I'm so glad I chose to uh, rewatch it. Yeah, it's great. I, uh, I've, I've been watching Rick and Morty. I'm, like, yeah. halfway through the first season. Joe Martin just sent oh. me a text about it here, guys, real quick. So, uh I, I want to read this here before my phone dies, which yeah. is going to happen here real soon. He says, uh, hey, man, I know you're a Rick and Morty fan. Adult Swim just stealth releases the season premiere with no warning. Oh. It's playing every hour until midnight. Record that shit. Holy I'm not at shit. fucking home, so I can't do it. But Rick and Morty is actually set up on on my uh, – I can record. It'll record. It'll do it on its own. I, I set up a season pass. Yeah. That's awesome. That fucking cool. A. I'm going to come home Holy to Rick and shit. Morty. Yeah. I bet you'll still get home in time. Jake. They're playing it every hour. You need to get oh on God. this shit. Yeah. It's so funny. Talk to oh, I've seen so it. I've watched the whole first season. Oh, oh yeah? have you? Yeah. Oh, I, you I never, you never talked about it. I brought it up on an episode. Did you? Yeah. Oh, God. It's so funny. I never watched it before. And yeah. I'd started because Hawksme gave me a code. Oh, yeah. You don't, you don't want to start it because I praise it. Fucking your 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 little. It's just the time no, issue. No, you and your suicide squad, oh, brother. You, my buddy. Yeah, you and your. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my buddy Hawksby told me about it. Told me it was good. You know, and I trust my buddy Hawksby. I've been fucking singing the fucking praises of Rick and Morty forever. I know. I know. Oh, I know. I'm sorry, I haven't got to it before well, now. It's yeah. fucking great. I don't value your opinion, Brian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, whatever. <laughs> if Hawksby told you to jump off a bridge, Frank, would you do it? I'd probably watch him do it first to see if how Hawksby was underneath the bridge fucking uh, shooting up heroin, would you do it then, huh? The heroin or jumping off the bridge? Either or. Yeah, okay. yeah, I, yeah. I want you. I want you to bungee jump off a bridge doing heroin at the same time. Like it's got to wow. be a timing thing. Like when you get to the bottom, whoever's down there stabs you, and then you go flying back up. But uh, no, this, this this show is great. It's like a fucked Frank up. Frank really thought out the logistics of that. <laughs> it was like Wiley e. Coyote on that. Show. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the blueprint. New, new thrill at doing what? drugs. Yeah, it's like it's, Frank's like, man, when are they gonna do that on MythBusters? <laughs> <laughs> Can you hit? the vein can you bungee cord and heroin yeah. at the same yeah. time i know and people keep asking tie off while always, you're in the air that always reminded me of you ever watch like yeah we're gonna get to the advertised content eventually guys fuck off um you ever watch like the old did you ever watch the old bill and ted cartoon oh yeah no bill and ted they were it was a great cartoon i loved it um i don't know if for the first episode they actually had like the voice actors they might have had george carlin on they the had first george show. carlin from the yeah show. yeah uh, um, now 
George Carlin fucking did Thomas the Train. Yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Fucking mind, mind blown, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look it up, assholes. Yeah. No correction Tuesday bullshit from me. I'm remember. not going to be hearing it. You know, he was yeah. on, yeah, fucking George Carlin on Thomas the Train. Keeping it clean. But the Bill and Ted, god damn it, this episode, I'm off the fucking rails, Frank. That's I'm fine. off the rails. Bill and Ted the cartoon, like they were crashing in a plane. And um, they're getting ready to crash. They're like, oh my god, we're going to die. And there's no parachutes on the plane. So uh-huh. like, what? how are they going to survive? They're like, dude. Let's just jump out right before it hits the fucking before it hits the ground. Yeah, it works perfectly. And right before it hits the ground, they jumped out and they were like, "Oh, dude, it worked!" It, it was so funny. Anyway, moving on. Sorry, Frank. No, it's fine. That's Rick a great Mor- guy, Rick and Morty. Yeah, if you, if you haven't seen this, it's like a uh, twisted Doc Brown fucking Marty McFly situation yeah. where you got the fucking sick doctor and he's doing all sorts of weird shit with Morty, doing experiments on him with him not knowing and shit. Taking him on crazy ass fucking adventures. The first episode, he takes them to go smuggle some fucking mega seeds up his ass through customs, mm-hmm. and then they catch him and he gives him a gun. He's got to shoot people. Yeah. And uh, uh, well, there's an episode later on where it's like inner space where he's got Morty shrunk down inside some fucking hobo's body where the, he's built a theme park on the inside, and he's sitting there making out with some chick, and he's trying to tell him how to get out more and. Uh, Rick tells him, Morty, can you get to the nipple? And Morty pulls off of the girl and goes, oh, gee, Rick, I'd awfully like to get to both of them. You kind of sound like Morty. A little bit, Frank. That was pretty good. Squeaker voice. Yeah, it was a little little Morty. Morty Morty-esque. That was solid. Solid solid Morty. Oh, gee, Rick. But it's fucking great. It's it's awesome. I'm only like four episodes in, but I'm going to finish. Have you gotten to the dog episode yet? Yes. Yes, that was the last one we watched. So good. Where uh, he puts a fucking thing on his head and makes him like intelligent shit. And finally, the dog looks and it's only got one battery. So he fucking loads it up with the rest of the battery. Batteries, and then he gets to be super smart and builds like a whole robot body around it mm-hmm. and shit. And then the dogs take over the human race and stuff. I feel like I'm talking to a five year old telling me about a cartoon they watch. <laughs> it's, it's about the same. <laughs> and then and then and then and then and then Rick and then Rick. Oh god. And, and then Morty. It's just it's just it's just so quick. And they're only they're only like you know twenty minute episodes without yeah. commercials and shit. Yeah. So you can get through them real real easy. And and I mean so far each one. Of them's been fucking like laugh out loud, hilarious. Yeah, hey, hey Joe, thanks for the heads up on that, man. Yeah, I'm big sorry, time, I, man. I'm sorry I haven't texted you back right now. It's just because I'm fucking recording a fucking show. Yeah, that's that's wild. That but no, playing it. interrupt me with Rick and Morty news. I don't yeah. give a fuck. What did he say? They're playing it every hour. Yeah, that's what he said. Oh wow, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, and then uh, I I know I'd already talked about teachers once this season already, but I watched the season finale of that mm-hmm. on uh, uh, IFC. Yeah, and. Oh my god, it's so good. They did a musical episode for their last one, and a lot of shows can't pull that shit off, but they, they were so fucking hilarious, and they were pulling from like actual musicals and shit. Like there's a song from Chicago, like when you're good to mama, mama's good to you. And one of the teachers needed a favor from the principal, so the principal strips down in like leggings and shit, and he's singing when you're good to papa, papa's good to you. It's fucking great. If you happen to fucking catch this shit, mm. like on a rerun or something, just watch it. It's not something like you gotta keep up with it or anything. You can yeah. watch one and get everything you need. Oh, wow. If you can catch it, well, check it out. It's really fun. Cool. Teachers? Yeah. I'll check it out as soon as Hawksby tells me to. All right. <laughs> I was thinking the same. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> Not Hawksby, you. Yeah, friend. I know. <laughs> Son of a bitch. 
Yeah. Huxby told me about Rick and Morty. <laughs> I've been on here singing the fucking praises of Rick and Morty for the past three fucking years. Yeah, basically since it started. Huxby fucking t- probably sends you one text. Rick and Morty, watch it. Check it. No, he, all he, he gave it to him, too. He's, yeah. like, he's like, yeah, do you want this code? And I'm like, yeah, I've been meaning yeah. to check that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see here. I'm going to one more ro- thing real quick. How many things you got, Jake? I just had one more quick thing. All right. Uh, I uh, finished uh, Human Season 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, love this show. God damn it. I love this fucking show. Eight episodes, man. AMC. Uh, it's fantastic. Season two was just, just unreal. Loved it. And I can't wait to see. I hope it gets a season three because they really left it on a fantastic cliffhanger. So human season two, it's a show about the robots and the, <laughs> the robot show, the artificial intelligence. Carrie Ann Moss, uh, was really good this season. Such, so good in this. I mean, you know, I, I love her as Jerry Hogarth and the Daredevil shit too. But man, she's really good in this. Really good. And um, I, I love this. This second season was just fantastic. So Tupperware the fuck out of it. So, Jake, what do you got? Um, this week I got the brand new uh, Kingdom Hearts release that came out for the PlayStation 4. Um, just really quickly want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to talk about the game per se. I just want to say just what a value this thing is. Um, it's $40. You get Kingdom Hearts 1, Kingdom Hearts 2. You get a DS game. That's been refurbished and HD'd up, and you get a PSP game that's had the same treatment. Yeah, just all on one disc for forty bucks. And if you don't know what Kingdom Hearts is, it's Final Fantasy meets Disney, basically, and it plays out much like an action Final Fantasy game. A really great series. It seems like after a decade, we're finally going to get Kingdom Hearts three. So that's why I think we're getting the final like compilation release here. But if you're a fan, or if you're not a fan, and you're interested in Disney characters and Final Fantasy characters, then this is a must play. And mm-hmm. at forty bucks, I mean, this is like you can play this thing for two, three months. Oh yeah, it's a lot of good shit. It's a lot of content. It's got some good talent in it too. Haley Joel Osment uh, voices. I thought the you said character. good talent. Well, he was good when I he was kids. Yeah, this was ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm fucking with you. But yeah, it is really neat. So. Yeah. And, you know, you basically just traveled all these different Disney worlds and try to save them all. Haley Joel Osment's career is just now he's just doing Kevin Smith stuff. Like yeah, he's basically a, a joke. Yeah. And he's just found a home in Kevin Smith movies. That's what I'm worried about, like, with these poor kids doing this Goldberg show. Like, yeah. Kevin's directing those episodes. Like, once those oh, kids' no. careers are over, they're going to be in Kevin Smith movies. He's probably whispering in their ears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're washed up. Do this forever. Oh, yeah. Hey, Go to Comic-Con with me. Yeah, you know, I did it for <laughs> Haley. I'll do it for you. <laughs> Hell, my daughter. She's in my movies and she's got zero talents. So. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you know. I, I know I, you're not. Nah, he, I don't know. He man. says so. So who says so? Kevin Smith. Well, he, not that about his own daughter, but Yoga Hosers. He even admits it's terrible. Oh, he does that after every movie that comes out now. That's not good. Oh just, yeah, that's the way. Oh yeah, I he's, he's always been self-deprecating. Like no, I I love Kevin Smith. I I do. I think he's a great guy. I do. I think he's fantastic. I mean, I love listening to his podcast. I love listening to him. He's just a nice guy. Yeah. I ain't got nothing. I ain't got no fucking vial for fucking Kevin Smith. No, not really. All right. You know, you don't have to like his movies and shit, but man, you know, well, yeah, he's got, he's got an opinion on everything, but yeah, he's built a fucking uh, network and uh, people want to hear his thoughts he on things. He can't take away all the stuff that he did before, too. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He made some great movies. Yeah. So I, I have no problem with Kevin. Uh, let's see here. I want to talk about a movie that I watched this week. I've been wanting to watch it forever. Like, 
you know, there's just so much shit, right? You know, mm-hmm. you know, Frank hears me. He's like, you know, until Hoxby tells him it's a, he gives him the thumbs up. You know, Frank doesn't <laughs> watch it. So, uh, no, uh, this movie came out last year, 2016. It's called Train to Busan. And, mm. uh, been what I heard about it when it first came out. And I wanted to watch it. And then again, like, you know, uh, what is it? Scott Shooty on the Leftover Army podcast. Old Man Shooty was talking about it on another podcast, uh, the Leftover Army podcast. He was talking about it. And I was like, God, I got to watch this fucking thing. Um, finally released. Like, he even sent me a fucking, uh, uh, he even sent me the movie in Dropbox. And like, oh, I shit. still, I kept putting it off, putting it off. And I kept thinking to myself, you got to watch this. You got to watch it. Eric Marable posted that it's on fucking Netflix now. Oh, so it's on go. Netflix, and I heard a lot of great things about this movie. Um, the synopsis, Sakwu, a father with not much time for his daughter, Sue Ann, are boarding the KTX, a fast train that shall bring them to Seoul, to Busan. But during their journey, the apocalypse begins, and most of the Earth's population become flesh-craving zombies. While the KTX is shooting towards Busan, the passengers fight for the families and lives against the zombies. Uh, the families fight for their families and lives against the zombies and each other. It's directed by Sang Ho Yan. Holy it's also, shit, what a description. Um, it's also written by Sang Ho Yan. What do you mean? That sounds crazy. Yeah, oh, dude, it's nuts. This movie's fucking <laughs> it's nuts. A zombie train movie. And it, it's, it's a zombie train movie, and I mean, you know, you, they're going through different levels, so it's like, it felt like a little bit like Snowpiercer mm. with zombies a little bit, you mm. know what I mean? I could see that. And, and there is a little bit of, like, different factions within the train, you know, like, it's crazy, you know, the different factions are created. How many zombies are we talking? We're talking, we're talking literally hundreds of thousands. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, you know, it's, it's that much. Train to Busan, it's, it's actually director Yan Sang Ho's first live action film. He, he previously worked in animated features and you can really tell it here with the way that they pull off some of the action. It actually, like, I could definitely see this as an anime. A really dynamic mm-hmm. angle. Yes, stuff. but like, where, and I'm going to talk about Ghost in the Shell later, you know, another thing that, 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 that went from anime to live action mm-hmm. to where I can see this going from live action to anime. Okay. Um, and it actually, I think it was, I found out that, uh, Yan Sang Ho made an animation film called Soul Station, which is actually the prequel to this movie, Train oh. to Busan. Oh, wow. And the events in Soul Station take place one day prior to the events in Train to Busan. Now, this movie, uh, first off, I'm going to give it a Tupperware. I loved it. I mean, there's a lot of emotion in this movie. At the end of the movie, this little girl is crying, and I'm, I'm starting to tear up. You know what I mean? You guys heard me fucking crying like a bitch earlier, so, like, why not now? You yeah, know yeah. I mean? why not for Train to Busan? Exactly. You know, but the zombie movie, I'm a big <laughs> pussy. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's so, a foreign film, right? Hoxby told me to cry. <laughs> oh, God. It's a for- Yes, it's a foreign film. It's a Korean film. And um, basically, this movie, it breaks a lot of the zombie film rules that you see, like in the Kirkman show, you know, The Walking Dead, mm-hmm. it breaks the Romero rules, and uh, it references them at one time in the movie as zombies, mm-hmm. which like the Romero stuff doesn't do. Mm-hmm. You know, the Kirkman or stuff. The Walking Dead, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the, yeah. The Kirkman, it, Kirkman pulled a lot from the Romero stuff, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they're fast, like the European zombies, like in Twenty Eight Days Later. Nice, but <laughs> they're also different because. These zombies, this virus is kind of like the zombies that you watch in The Walking Dead, they fall apart. Yeah. You know, um, they – They're like rotting and soft. They're ro- and- 
They yes. even kind of make it a point as more the series goes on that they even fall apart more because right. they're all more de- decomposed and shit. And I like that. I, I do like how The Walking does. I, I think Greg Nicotero does a great fucking job with like the way the different kind of zombies that we've been seeing over the past. The well zombie. Yeah, Remember the nasty. he was big and bloated, mm-hmm. and uh, you know you, you've got different looking zombies that mm-hmm. you know the, the the zombies that got caught on fire that yeah. one episode that was really cool. I, I Greg Nicotero was always finding new interesting things to do in these episodes with these zombies now they got these zombies where they're like pouring the metal over their heads and yeah. shit like that. i mean he greg he, he's a very creative guy this takes the virus like in a whole another level the virus is actually kind of like a repairing virus it's really weird if the zombies get injured they kind of snap back into place oh, and shit. so you can see them like contort like pretzels and shit and uh, then they, they come they snap back into place damn there is a scene where like these helicopters are flying overhead people are getting infected with the virus helicopters are going down people are falling from the helicopters splatting on the ground snapping back into place oh. and running in formation with other fuck. zombies you're like what the fuck this is insane this is like 28 days later on fucking steroids yeah, that'd be intense and um i i i uh the movie also doesn't use a lot of guns and i loved that i yeah I, that, I, that's really different i'm sure there's guns in it i don't remember any guns really being used other than by human characters on each other not mm. i don't remember them shooting zombies and i'm there probably is a scene in it but it was not memorable and I don't remember a lot of guns in this. It's not like the draw isn't watch right. us kill eight thousand zombies. Right. With guns. Exactly, yeah. exactly. It's not like a huge zombie pile up. And yeah. did you guys see? Oh yeah, before I forget, Channing Tatum and uh, um, uh, David Sandberg, the director for Kung Fury. Mm-hmm. Uh, Channing Tatum's producing a uh, zombie movie with David Sandberg, who did Kung Fury. Oh, oh wow, that'll yeah, be that's, yeah. So they're working on that project together, which is fucking awesome. Anyway, um, so. This, uh, yeah, and this movie doesn't have like the traditional like stab them in the head and they die thing. So no brain death. It's like they just can't be stopped. Yeah, pretty They're much. Like dead Terminators. Pretty much. Uh, this. Oh my god. They do zombie pile up scenes. Like we saw that in World War Z. Yeah, yeah. This it does it so fucking well though, Jake. It doesn't look like CGI fucking ants crawling oh, all so over terrible. each other. Oh, this really. looks like physical effects. It's so amazing. I, I. uh I the, the emotional level the like the characters you really even though it's subtitles you oh my god the characters in this are fantastic they, like there's just like one badass character that you really really love man he's so cool and he he's so badass dude I I, I the child actor in this movie is she's so good and like there's some real pivotal moments where like she like oh, she's just so good this is a Tupperware I, it's Train to Busan um I've seen some people in the leftover army say it's a Tupperware I've seen a lot of high taste its and taste its for me it's a Tupperware I, I, I there's there's not been any I was kind of skeptical on a zombie what would, movie what would someone who didn't give it a Tupperware have a problem with did you see any closer to any of that i don't know hmm. i don't know maybe I, I might have to i i just it was kind of like one ear out the other with me because i i really love this movie and uh i think oh i think uh, maybe maybe the boss battle at the end that maybe they felt like they didn't get it I, I i thought it was fantastic you know i loved it i i loved this movie but uh yeah train to Busan. Let, let me jump into ghost in the shell real quick and then we'll wrap up good pop bad pop yeah i'm interested uh, to hear what you thought of this i uh I am not the best person to talk to about this. I, yeah. I started the um, – last night I started the animated movie. It's on Hulu. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I started it. I got halfway through. 
I have not been able to finish it yet. I got real tired last night and passed out. Yeah, it's a hard thing to watch if you're sleepy. Mm-hmm. And then all – then uh I wanted to watch it today, but I was running errands all day. I really – I've pretty much been home ever since I woke up. I've probably been home like an hour today. I was doing a bunch of stuff, so I didn't get to get back to it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get back to it and let everybody know what I thought of that. So far, I love it. I So oh. far, I think it's great. Yeah. Um, but, uh, this movie in the near future, Major is the first of her kind, a human saved from a terrible crash who is cyber enhanced to be a perfect soldier devoted to stopping the world's most dangerous criminal minds. When terrorism reaches a new level that include the ability to hack into people's minds and control them, Major is uniquely qualified to stop it as she prepares to face a new enemy. Major discovers that she has been lied to. Her life was not saved. It was stolen. She will stop at nothing to recover her past. Find out who did this to her and stop them before they do it to others. Based on the internationally acclaimed Japanese manga, The Ghost in the Shell. It's directed by Rupert Sanders. It's written by Masamuni Shiro. Um, and Jamie Moss did the screenplay and it stars uh, Scarlett Johansson. Um, I'm not going to talk a lot on this. I don't even feel like I should um, title our episode Ghost in the Shell. I feel really bad like titling our episode Ghost in the Shell when I don't have a lot to really say about it. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I'm going to... It, this movie's great visually. I mean, it looks stunning. I saw it in 2D. Uh, mm-hmm. I know, you know, it's out there in IMAX 3D. Um, I just got the 2D ticket. It looks stunning. Like, and from what I've seen from the anime, like, they made this look a lot like the anime. It looks like it. There are scenes, like, in the city, and it looks like the anime. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of unreal how well they, they paid attention to the detail there. Um, what, and I like the beginning, and I, I I like the end. Um, I just didn't like everything in between. I I didn't like this movie. I'm gonna toss it, and um, I mean, I it just it it didn't it didn't work for me. It's so much better. So if, I mean, I'm only halfway through like the animated movie. And it's so much better in the animated movie. Um, there's a great story in this. It's just, I don't, I don't, I didn't like this movie. I, I will never watch it again. It's, it's great visually. It's, it's just, I didn't like it. I, I honestly, and the whitewashing, you know, I can talk about that, I guess. Yeah. I did feel like it didn't need Scarlett Johansson. I felt like they got her because she is a draw. She's a big name. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, I, I felt like Rinko Kikuchi from Pacific Rim, they could have thrown her in this role mm-hmm. and it would have been. Just as good, if not better. Yeah, from what I've seen, it's not just Scarlett Johansson that's the whitewashing problem, too. It's like, geez, couldn't they have cast any notable yeah. Asian American in, right. this, in this movie yeah. at all? Like all the side characters, from what I've heard. There's, there's, there, there are, there are some Asian characters in the film. I've heard they're yeah. like very throwaway, though. Yeah, yeah. So that seems very crazy. I don't know. They, I mean, they sunk a lot into the budget. Um, yeah, I, I found out I wasn't going to be able to see this, so I was like, mm-hmm. fuck it. I'm going to read 800 reviews about it. Right. And so I, I read a lot of stuff, and I mean, most people did not like it. Yeah. And it seems like the consensus is like basically what you're saying, that this movie just felt very stiff. Like yeah. it was, there was no fun to be had. Like the visuals right. were great, but there was just no, yeah. like the lines were just super clunky. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it was just very like procedural. Yeah. And so. uh, the ending, I, I thought the ending, um, there's, there's certain, emotional things that happen at the ending and i th- i thought that those those worked uh, i actually wanted more of that mm. you know and it it just i don't know is for some reason i i it's the translation from 
anime to live action that just that has me worried about the upcoming Akira movie. It has me worried about the really like really close to upcoming Death Note. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So we'll and, see how that yeah. goes. Uh, Akira, there uh, a rumor out there is that uh, they've uh, on the short list of directors they're looking at uh, Jordan Peele. Oh, I heard that. From Key and Peele. They're looking at him, maybe. He said he's going to take his time on his next project, and I, I don't blame him. I, I'm sure, like, his stock is really fucking high right now. I've got to imagine if Peele gets Akira that he will not whitewash it. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I know that's yeah. a very, like, duh statement yeah. of the episode, but yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, yeah. in case people didn't realize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'd be great. Yeah, man. I would love this. I would love to see. Oh, man, the car sequence from Akira in a live action yeah. or the motorcycle chase sequence. I know. Oh, my God. I know. I know. Can you imagine? What, what about the, like, the big fucking monster that keeps oh, growing and yeah, shit at the yeah, end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It's, it's just, so gross. If it's they like a- fucking get Michael Bay to direct Akira, I will. Oh, God. I will fucking. Oh, Remember I will the part where all the creepy out. toys come to life and stuff? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I love Akira. I do too. Akira's amazing. So, uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, the tracking board is saying that, uh, Jordan Peele's been, they're looking at him to, after the success of Get Out, to direct Akira. That's crazy. Yeah, hope it happens. Yeah, that would be very cool. Nice. All right, guys. Uh, well, uh, does this episode suck? No. Um, a little bit? A little, little bit. bit? No. Shut up, Frank. <laughs> Frank's going to ask Hawksby later uh, if it Hawksby, sucked. what did you think? What did you think? Hawksby <laughs> said it was okay. Oh, it was okay. Yeah, it was all right. All right. It was okay. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Yeah. Is uh, it's time uh, time for the pop culture leftovers news. Let's do it. Hear ye, hear ye, read all about it. It's a leftover news, and there's no doubt about it. This news is gangsta as fuck, yo. It's gangsta as fuck, yo. All right, this week, uh, uh this uh, this news is uh, from Deadline, and uh, it says, in a crushing blow to fans of the Expendables, Sylvester Stallone has washed his hands of the franchise. Uh oh. He has withdrawn from taking part in the fourth installment, even though sources said it would have meant the biggest upfront payday in his career at north of twenty million. The the reason he and New Image Millennium Chief Avi Lerner could not find common ground on a new director, on the script, and on certain qualitative elements of the film. That went right down to the selection of the CGI house to handle visual effects. Sources said that Stallone, who set a high bar for himself reprising Rocky Balboa with Michael B. Jordan and director Ryan Coogler in Creed, was concerned about potentially underwhelming results of another franchise which he with which he is indelibly linked. 
Stallone wrote the first script with Dave Callahan, co-wrote all the sequels and directed the first film. But knowledgeable sources said that the Expendables team leader, Barney Ross, has led his last mission. Now, one who knows the dynamic of the long Stallone learner relationship suggested they often disagree and eventually work it out over a couple of cigars. But it doesn't sound like that's going to happen this time. Lerner acknowledged the differences he has had with Stallone but wasn't willing to concede a divorce just yet. Here's his quote. We've got disagreements with Sly but we've had them for over a year and over a year and a half, he told Deadline. Right now, each one has an opinion. We agreed on 95% of the things but there are certain things in production we don't agree on. I don't think it's over but write whatever you want. In my opinion, it's not dead. Hmm. Yeah, well, at least they don't sound like they're going to try to move on without him yet. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't see the franchise going on without that character. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's like the living, breathing heart of the whole thing. Yeah, and they can't end it on, in my opinion, you can't end it on that last film. No. Uh, when they went PG-13 yeah. and they brought in, like, you know, like, you know, Ronda Rousey was in there. They They brought in, like, they were thinking to themselves, like, you know, uh, what can we do different? What can we do different in this one? Oh, let's make it PG-13, a little bit more, you know, family-friendly, whatever the fuck. And then they were like, you know, oh, and then also we'll introduce some like new action stars. We'll try to, we'll try to, we'll try to bring in some of these new action stars um, that 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 people maybe Ronda Rousey and some of these other these other younger people and have them work with them. And it, the movie really suffered. It's it's like I don't I didn't come there to see Ronda Rousey right. and like you know these younger cats like try to fucking you know make their mark in action films. Yeah, if it's not broke, why fix it? Right. It's the I, old adage. Yeah, yeah. I, I come there to see Dolph Lundgren and, you know, we, we barely got Jet Li in that fucking third movie right. at all. You know, and it's, that's that's why I come to these movies, for Terry Crews and all these guys to yeah. just, you know, be big badasses and blow shit up and, like, you know, blow up a few fucking human skulls and shit. I love that about, like, the, the second movie, like, right out of the gate, they're fucking using, like, these huge machine guns and you just see people exploding. Right. Like, that's fun. That was, like, old 80s action movie brought back to life. Why? Like, they, why did they do that? Number one, why did they do that PG-13 movie? It's like... Try to you, make more money. You should have learned from, like, you know... um from RoboCop. Yeah. RoboCop mm. 1, you know, hyper-violent. Uh, RoboCop 2, hyper-violent, you know. Um, RoboCop 3. Rocketeer. <laughs> RoboCop 3 was the Rocketeer. It yeah. was fucking – it was It was worse. I love the Rocketeer, number one. I'm not saying I don't love the Rocketeer, okay? But no, they strapped a jetpack on him. Yeah. Okay. He's and he's samurais. And he's hanging out with kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fucking yeah. bullshit, you know? You, the second movie is written by Frank Miller, you know? Yeah, the third one. Second. No, he wrote the shit one. Did he? Yeah, Are you Frank, sure? Yeah, I'm almost 100% that Frank Miller wrote the shit one. Somebody looked that shit up. Yeah, All my right. phone is right over here. All right. Anyway, so uh, I uh, – yeah, he may have written the third one. I don't know. Fuck. Anyway, um, I know he wrote one of them. It's the shit one It's it's because it's really shocking. That's why I remember that. Hmm. Yeah. Hold on, I, I'm about to confirm it. It's a three point <laughs> nine out of ten on IMDb. Yeah. God. Yeah, Frank Miller's in on the third one. Wow. Yep, that's the one. That's rough. He did the screenplay. That's fucking rough. God. Yikes. Story and screenplay too. So yeah. he can't even like it's not like he <laughs> <laughs> not like yeah. he had a turd to work with. He, <laughs> he made the turd and right. then he adapted to the turd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But this this sucks for expandable fans. Like this news just sucks. I I don't know. I wanted them to come back and do one last film, you know, 
Um, Stallone is not expendable, huh? For the expendables. No, I mean, I can't see them doing this. God. Miller wasn't on the second one, though, too. I looked at. What? Miller was on the second one. On the second one, okay. Okay. I didn't know he did both. I thought it was just the crap one. Oh, man. I, I still, I don't care what people say about the second one. I loved it. I love it, too. God, I, I love it too. Yeah, it's really good. God. It's uber violent. I know. I know. The acid from the first one is my favorite. That shit was nasty. Mm. Dude, go to get hit by the car. That was sick. <laughs> I haven't seen RoboCop two in a long time. Oh, actually, I just watched that a few years ago. Like you got fucking children in that beginning scene. I think aren't they like in a pawn shop, just like murdering somebody with baseball bats? Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Someone gets their eye stabbed out by like a high heel <laughs> yeah. in the first like ten minutes of that yeah. movie. Uh, it's always stuck with me. God, I love. I There's love. some weirdo drug in that movie, right? Is it nuke? nuke. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, that's all I got for the for the news. But that sucks for Expendable fans like myself. Like, you know, that last movie fucking was a it petered out and it fucking sucked. And so for this news, just doesn't. And then on a shit note, yeah. yeah. All right, guys, we're gonna move all into uh, Marvel news. news uh, i'm gonna call myself out on something i said last week oh what'd you say i said something about you know like ah, i can't see rooker showing up in like any other like marvel film and blah 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 you know oh, michael really? rooker and i was thinking to myself like i do want him to show up in uh infinity wars so yeah. so much now i was thinking to myself like you know there's different characters i want to see interact with one another of course we want to see the guardians themselves yeah mm-hmm. but you know he is part of the guardians now yeah i feel like by the end of this movie he might basically be a team member right um i want to see him as a guardian and I, of course mantis you know joining the guardians and things like mm-hmm. that but like i want to see him in an avengers infinity war now and i was thinking to myself why how awesome it would be to see a scene of him and Hawkeye together, mm-hmm. both of them use arrows, mm-hmm. and Hawkeye is more traditional. And I just want to see like the banter between those two. Like you know, I, I honestly think that they could make a funny joke out of it and kind of like turn it into like a Lord of the Rings. I was just thinking yeah. that the game. look on Hawkeye's face when he first sees Yondu's yeah. weapon in mm-hmm. action too will be fun. And then like it'll, it'll, Hawkeye trying to like fire as fast as he can and Rooker trying to whistle louder. It'll either be a scene of like them like competing against each other, kind of yeah. like like I said, Log- Legolas and Gimli. And like remember in the first Avengers movie. um Tony Stark actually calls Hawkeye Legolas. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. So I was thinking to myself, like, they could, he could either really be impressed by Yandu's fucking, like, you know, arrow whistle, or he could actually just be kind of annoyed with it and think it's <laughs> yeah. like a cheat, you know? I would go with that. Yeah, yeah. Like, that seems more likely yeah. too. He's so, more old fashioned. I'm going to pull back on what I said. I want to see Rooker show up in the bigger universe. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. I really do. It's not that I don't, I don't have. I think you were saying you didn't want to see it. I just didn't up. think it was likely. Think he would. Yeah, but now it's like, you know, like, hell, we're hearing about Renner as uh, Hawkeye showing up in, in, in the Ant-Man sequel. Yeah. I feel like in, Infinity War, is that what it's called? Am I doing saying that Avenger right? Infinity War. I feel like it's like prepping itself to try to be like the George Perez splash cover of comic book movies. Yeah. Like that they're going to cram 
every character they they can from any movie possible yeah. for at least one moment in this movie. Yeah, it feels like that's the goal here. Yeah, it just I don't want other I don't want certain characters. You know, it, I feel like we're gonna get plenty of Cap. We're gonna get plenty of Iron Man. Plenty of Star Lord. Oh yeah, you know. Man, can you imagine that live action shot though? That's like the live action George Perez cover. I know, with like fucking like fifty yeah. fucking characters on screen at the same yeah, time. Oh, I know. Oh man, I know. I just don't want certain characters not to get like their moment. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, but like, do it like the comics. You know, you have your focal point I characters. Know. And, I know. Like. I, they they have other movies, so they can be there. I'm just and, saying, like in a movie like Avengers: Infinity War, it's going to be a movie where I'm going to where we're going to be talking about missed opportunities. Yeah, it really is. I, as 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 good as the Russo brothers are, we're also going to be like, man, you know, you got this guy in this movie. Why didn't that happen? Or like, why didn't this happen? Or yeah. why didn't we get that moment? You know, like, oh, I love that. Why can't we get more of that? And I get it. It's it's going to be two and a half hours. It might be the longest Marvel movie ever. And I, mean, I expect the Russos to provide like bits too, that where you're like, man, why couldn't they have done that yeah. more? Yeah. You know, because yeah. there's going to be so many just like one off moments, right. That you wish they could have like expanded yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah, are we gonna get like? Are we gonna get like a ton of Doctor Strange? You know that I want a ton of Doctor Strange. Yeah, you know, and I but you know, but I, I also I want to see the Guardians. I want to see the Guardians interacting with all these different characters. And you know, are we gonna get? Are we gonna get Gamora? And like, if this is gonna be the first introduction to Captain Marvel, Brie Larson, mm-hmm. you know, are we gonna get enough of her? Like, I know they did a great job balancing Spider Man, and mm-hmm. they, they 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 really did. Yeah. Inter- Black Panther was introduced so well. Yeah, too. yeah. They introduced two characters, but in this one, it's like, man, if we got like you know forty plus, fifty plus characters, yeah, you know, are we? You know, yeah. I don't know. I, I hope that uh, everybody kind of like gets their moment. You know, yeah, I don't know. Hard saying. Yeah, part of me just kind of expects a lot of it to be just kind of like a bigger version of what we saw in Civil War. Yeah, where we just get that one big battle that everyone shows up for. Yeah, yeah. that would make sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, how are they gonna? Are, are we gonna be following? Are we gonna be following like different characters throughout the movie? Are we? Are we gonna like get scenes of like you know here we are on Earth and then like we're gonna b- bounce out? Well, that's the thing. Like, just a few weeks ago, we talked about the rumors that um, Thanos would be like the focal point character. Yeah, and that would fall yeah. in line with that because yeah. if you have. If they really do that, which I think would be awesome, yeah, then you're seeing all the different heroes as Thanos is interacting with them, completing his gauntlet. Yeah, right? that makes sense. Because yeah. then you got the story, and then we've already got good character development up to this point, so everybody can have their little bits with him. Yeah, and he has to go to every corner of the MCU to be able to get all the Right, characters. that's true. Right. Like, that gives him a reason to interact with travel. every character. Doctor Strange, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, everything. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I want to, uh, I want to read an email here. Who's this from? Who sent me this? Ryan Taylor. All right. And it's, uh, it's got spoilers for Logan in it. So, uh, if you haven't seen Logan, might want to fast forward a little bit here. Uh, hey, Leftover. So I finally watched Logan a few days ago and I listened to your Logan review tonight. I knew I had to wait to listen whether or not it was good because the three of you would pick it apart. Good or bad. Your opinions are always on point when it comes to the truly geeky shit. Either way, I didn't want any spoilers. Makes sense. That's why I warned everybody. Yeah, good job. Uh, On the rules. Exactly. 
Uh, as we all know, it hit on every level, from the raging animal to the reluctant hero, and it was a very poignant end for a character who was, by his very nature, destined to be alone. It really hit me in the feels. I didn't think an X-Men movie would or could go there, but it absolutely did. I'm not saying anything you guys haven't already said, though. I'm only compelled to email you because Dan West is completely out of his fucking mind. <laughs> no offense, Dan. The death of Charles is what sold the story. He makes some great points in this, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna read this. This is, this is really good. This is a really good fucking email. The death of Charles is what sold the story. Professor X gets Alzheimer's, wipes out the X-Men, becomes number one on the mutant shit list, and all of the X-Men, it's Logan Weapon X that harbors and cares for him. After a meal on the run and discovering that there are still young mutants, where Charles finally sees some resemblance of family again, which has always been his dream, he is slain by X-24. From the moment Logan hits that house, he's only worried about Charles. He don't give a fuck about anything else. Nothing. And all Logan keeps repeating until Charles finally dies in the truck is, it wasn't me. That's some incredibly deep shit. Mm -hmm. After all that, Logan digs deep and fights for not only his daughter, but the mutant children. One last hurrah, like Charles would have. And he finally felt the love for himself as he died. How were those not meaningful deaths? Sorry, Dan, but you definitely need a rewatch. It was a beautiful finale to two great characters' portrayals. Sorry for the rambling. Kind of drunk. Thanks. <laughs> Keep on rocking leftovers. I thought, man, that's that is great. That is that is great. what a way to put it, man. Yeah. I mean, definitely like the death of Professor X was so sudden. Yeah. But he, he's absolutely correct in that the impact is in Wolverine's reaction to it. Yeah. And yeah, and how he's constantly like, yeah. he, he wants to make sure he knows before he moves on. That it, it wasn't That me. wasn't him. It I wasn't didn't betray me. you. Man. Yeah. Well, that and Wolverine's entire life is a struggle with the rage and the violence and shit that happens. Right. Not just because he perpetuates it. It happens around him because of his abilities. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, so thank you, Ryan. That was a fantastic email. And yes, Dan, you are out of your fucking mind. <laughs> anyway, love you, Dan. Fucking with you. Marvel email number two. Uh, this next email kind of ties in. A, it, it actually ties in with a story from this week. Uh, it's from Kyle Keepers. Uh, he emailed in and uh, it says, you guys called it. And what Kyle is talking about is from an interview with uh, the Deadpool writers, Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick, mm-hmm. where THR asked them this question. Everyone wants Hugh Jackman in a Deadpool movie. My idea is he just cameos as himself. Can you make that happen? And Rhett Reese says, oh, my gosh, that's one we haven't heard. What? That's not a bad idea. I like, Dude, I said that months ago. Right. Frank oh echoed me. And, uh, you know, we've been saying this for quite a while. He says, uh, that's not a bad idea. I like that. Deadpool lives in a world where Hugh Jackman is out there. He's got the People's Sexiest Man Alive cover that he staples to his forehead in the first movie. So maybe he could meet Hugh as Hugh. That would be really funny. Yeah, dude, I've been be talking great. about yeah. that forever. Frank, yeah. Frank, you echoed it. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. I can't believe he hadn't seems heard like that from anybody before. Oh, I know. It's, uh, it's here's a novel uh, idea. Well, that's one idea. I've never heard before. Right. Yeah. This guy's supposed to be great. He's placating that <laughs> guy. Yeah. Yeah, he probably. Okay. Yeah. He's probably heard it from every fucking fanboy yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. Being nice to that guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, guys, I got tons of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 news this Woo! week. I can either read it or not read it. It's up to you. I know the movie's close, but yeah. tons. I mean, the story comes from Variety. There, there's been set visits and interviews. I can go over it or not. It's up to you guys. Yeah. I, 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 it's Guardians too. I mean, I, I 
makes me kind of want to talk and do it. Let's hear some bullet points. All right. I'm going to turn you up, Jake. You, you're All real right. low. Like, you were fucking loud as fuck earlier. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> How are you now? I, I'm good. There you go. There we go. You good? Yeah. Uh, well, you're real good. Hey, oh. All right. <laughs> so, um, the during Writers Guild Foundation's two day long WG festival at the Pickford Center, Guardians of the Galaxy writer, director James Gunn discussed his voyage into screenwriting, shared advice for aspiring writers and directors, and even shared some intel with fans about his upcoming sequel, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Here's this quote Rocket's character I relate to more than anybody. Rocket is me. He has the anger issues that I have, and he has the same inability to accept love that I have. I thought – I really wanted to read that quote because everything that I've seen of James Gunn on his Facebook Live, mm-hmm. I never got that from him. He's like the nicest, kindest fucking guy. There's – yeah. There's, there's – I mean there's layers to James Gunn. Yeah. And that's why I think that there's layers to these characters. Like he's even saying like he's pulling from his own personal experience and his own emotions that – rocket is him mm-hmm. it's like wow wow like that's and for him to even admit that yeah that's yeah, deep. yeah. you know uh it, he's really opening up there yeah i i that kind of that statement blew me the fuck away when i read that like i was like i gotta read this on the podcast <laughs> yeah that's good shit wow God damn it. James Gunn. Unbelievable. Um, in the moderated discussion with uh, KCRW host Elvis Mitchell at the who, – who names their kid Elvis anymore, Oof. man? <laughs> Oof. Elvis Mitchell. Elvis Mitchell. Uh, at the Writers Guild Festival on Saturday, Gunn added that he was completely excited about doing the sequel. On the second movie, I had a lot more freedom. This Now, this, this another quote that fucking blew me away. Yeah, yeah. On the second movie, I had a lot more freedom because the first movie did well and it was great not having to explain the five major characters to the audience in the first half hour. We just go straight into the story. Now, okay, I understand that quote. I'm taking it to another I'm, – I'm looking at it in a completely different yeah, you're way. You're looking at it from the Iron Man 2 perspective. Exactly. I'm, I'm looking at it from the success of the, the, success of the first film that the student would want more involvement in this movie um and that's not the case here like this is kind of like you know like yeah walking dead has like their own their little bottle episodes i feel like the guardians of the galaxy movies other than like in the first movie connecting it to like the infinity stones Mm -hmm. was pretty much a bottle movie yeah yeah yeah, that's why i love you know and um and basically i i'm thinking guardians of the galaxy volume 2 is going to be another bottle movie and he's saying he had a lot more freedom because of the fact that he doesn't have to introduce these five characters again. Yeah, so he right, gets yeah. to skip the origins, go Ex- right into it. Exactly. Yeah, I had actually called like called this a long time ago on the podcast. Yeah, you're right. Saying I mean, that they would actually give James Gunn more freedom for yeah. the sequel. Well, I was going off of past history uh, with Marvel uh, Studios. Oh, and I, and I, did, I didn't blame you. Right. But I was just thinking that they would learn from their mistakes. Right. And, they would, and because the, they were lesser-known characters, like, in the bubble, mm-hmm. that, you know, they could give them that freedom. And, you know, they want to make more money, so why would they change the recipe and do it a different way? Yeah. Yeah, no, it makes sense. It, it, it makes sense now. But, like, I was, you know, when I'm making these comments after fucking Guardians, the first movie came out, and it was such, such a success, and after we had gotten, you know, I mean, we're fresh off fucking like Iron Man 2 and Iron Man 3. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I was thinking to myself, you know, yeah, the studio's going to want to get more involved in shit. I don't know. I don't fault you. I mean, it's not like I'm saying you're an idiot for having those opinions. They're off very, air, you very did. Logical. Off air, you did a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it was another Sue Brian moment. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, no, he says uh, the article goes on to say the writer also gave some insight about his process when beginning a new project, which he assured was no small feat from creating lengthy 70 page treatments to finishing screenplays six months ahead of time to the preparation it takes to ensure that the sequel to a movie doesn't stand in the shadow of its predecessor. Gunn made it clear that he likes to make sure all of his bases are covered. Uh, he said, quote, this has to be its own thing, and you can't start making this a shy Xerox of the first one. A, hmm. Oh, a shitty Xerox of the oh. first one. They, they, <laughs> shy Xerox. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, they blacked. Just put shitty. Yeah. That's <laughs> shitty not to put shitty. Uh, <laughs> real shitty. Yeah. Uh, fucking yeah, shy. I was like, what the fuck am I reading here? Oh, shitty. You don't want to make it a shitty Xerox of the first one. Uh, the discussion also gave one particular fan in the audience a tease for the upcoming film, which is set for uh, spring 2017 release. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the spoiler alert was shared that Star-Lord – Meets his father within the first 20 minutes. Wow. A piece of information that left one particular fan gushing in the audience. Would you have guessed that? No, I love it though. Yeah, same here. <laughs> I love it. Well, that makes sense. It kind of bookends to the first movie. The first movie we get the loss of his mother, you yeah. know, in the, within the first 20 minutes. Oh, and so that's... now it, the, being, him being reunited with his father gives us plenty of time to establish the character of Ego, the living planet in the oh, second yeah. movie. Yeah. Right out of the gate. And plus fucking more of them. Yeah. Like yeah. I expected, you know. Yeah. Oh, that, that's exactly yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. They, they, we get to, we get more time with this character yeah, to establish him. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I like how it, it does. It, like the first movie, he loses his mother. And then the second movie, he's reunited with his yeah. father. Yeah. That's awesome. So uh, I also wanted to go over a lot of cool shit came from Screen Rant. They had set visits as well. As well. And they had like uh, – it was like – 50 things that we learned from uh, the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 set visit. You know? Okay. I I took, like, the big ones. You know, okay. some of them were just like, no shit. Yeah. Um, you know. They just got to have that special number 50. Yeah, exactly. Let's do 5-0. Um, I'm going to just go over what I thought were the interesting points here. Um, a very small – first point, a very small part of the movie will take place on Earth. Hmm. Here's the quote from Kevin Feige. We are going out further. Yes, there's a little bit of Earth in this film, but it's not these characters. Mm. Ooh. So it's not the Guardians. Interesting. That's wild. So, yeah, if you're thinking like at the end of the movie, it's the Guardians. And, they, you know, they, 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 they're, they're in the Milano and they're looking at Earth and we're getting ready for Avengers Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound like it's the case. No. Sounds like it's just the Avengers. No, no Guardians. Right. Uh, this is also different from other Marvel movies. This is not the norm as far as timelines go. This movie actually takes place only a few months after the first movie. Yay. Mm. So it's not like uh, when we get Captain America, you know, in that film. And um, by the time, uh, you know, we hit Avengers or, you know what I mean? It's it's like, it's like uh, you know, t- two years in between the Captain America films and, you know, t- it's two years later in the timeline. So right. I love that. You can watch these two movies back to back. You don't, yeah. you don't feel like you have to watch four movies right. in between Guardians 1 and 2 when you right. want to watch Guardians 1 and 2. Yeah. I also don't get the idea that they're going to play the old hand of like, oh, okay, we had a one film where they came together and now they've been together for a while and they're going to break apart. Mm-hmm. If they're still newly, you know, minted, then they're still going to be awkward around one another and we won't see like a breakup. So that's good. Yeah. Another thing from this is they said Mantis's character – I don't know. They worded it kind of weird. I'm gonna. Mantis's character has never met another person before. 
Mm, interesting. Makes sense. But I also re- – like you can also read into it that she hasn't met these ki- type of people before. Maybe she's met people. I don't know. But I feel like she's like – from the trailer – she seems like she's isolated in that area in mm-hmm. like all white room. Right. And maybe they do find her in there and it's right. liter- they're literally the first people she ever met. Yeah. Uh, of course we knew this. We, we've heard about this for months. Uh, no, no Thanos. Uh, he's referenced and, uh, and we do learn more about him, but he's not in the film. Uh, there's no infinity stones in this movie. Yeah. I'll uh, that when I see it. Uh, those will, they said those will probably show up in Thor Ragnarok. Hmm. Um, they said, uh, oh, in this film, there are many Ravager factions. So, mm-hmm. you know, you've got in the first movie, you got Michael uh, Rooker as Yondu mm-hmm. with his Ravagers. There's many Ravager f- uh, factions. And th- this is this is what I was hoping that Stallone was going to play in the movie is one of these different Ravager factions, mm-hmm. like the leader of the Ra- – It a seems leader- like he's some more important Marvel character, though, the way they're gushing about him possibly being in other movies. Yeah, it's just it, – it, I don't want to see him as a Nova. Um, no. I, I want to see him at odds with Michael Rooker as somebody uh, – as another Ravager. So uh, – and what made me think that maybe he's not a Nova is because another point – another bullet point in this is that the Nova Corps will make a small appearance. Glenn, Clo- uh, Glenn Close may or may not be in the film. They don't know yet. I know. You'll miss her. <laughs> She was awful. I know. I know. God, fucking horrible. <laughs> she was. She was collecting a paycheck. She fucking phoned it in. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I would love to see Stallone play like a leader of a Ravager faction. I think that's fucking perfect for him. Yeah, that'd be cool. He mm-hmm. could look all gnarly and everything. I don't want yeah. to see him in a Nova Corps outfit looking all like Judge Dredd. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. No, no, no. Exactly. Yeah. I'd love to see him and fucking Rooker get like nose to nose and shit. That'd be sweet. I am the law. <laughs> I'm the, the no- law. I'm the Nova Corps law. <laughs> law. Uh, the Nova Corps does not want the Guardians to turn over. Uh, oh, the Nova Corps does want the Guardians to turn over Nebula for her crimes. Mm. So that's going to be a part in this. That's cool. I like it. It means the Guardians are still kind of dirty. Yeah. By keeping her around and everything. Uh, James Gunn said Rocket's past is very important to the present story, Yay. but it's not about how it affects him. It's about how it affects his relationship with the other Guardians. Hmm, that sounds interesting. Another, another, this is, this, I don't know, I don't know, man. This, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 lays foundation for potential, keyword potential, Adam Warlock intro. Hmm. Wow. In volume two, we may yet see the beginning of Adam Warlock, or at least an opening for his eventual potential introduction. His people, called the Sovereign, in the film... And their leader, Aisha, are a big part of the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. So can they really get away with avoiding Adam Warlock? Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. A lot of that hype last movie, too. Yeah. So we'll see if that finally comes to fruition. They say, uh, we saw a little bit of the art, but we don't really know a ton about Aisha. Uh, can you explain a little bit about her character and what she presents to the Guardians in terms of being a formidable villain for the Guardians? James Gunn says she's a member of this race called the Sovereign. And they're all genetically created by themselves as a self-sustaining race who are perfect. They're created perfect. They're created as perfect beings, and they think of themselves as perfect. Um, in the comics, she's related to Adam Warlock. Is that the case? She's gold here just like he is. 
is it the race Adam Warlock comes from, perhaps in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? James Gunn, totally possible. He laughs. They're created in pods. <laughs> that totally lines up. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm thinking that Marvel kind of understands the importance of the character of Adam Warlock yeah. and how they might have to introduce him. I don't think we'll see him in the movie, though, in Guardians 2. I don't know. Mm, I feel like like the way you're describing it is they have to introduce him and use him as a major character. I feel like if that were the case, we'd know some casting. No, they, I mean, they go on – what does it start off? Uh, oh, yeah, they said potential Adam Warlock intro. I don't know if they're saying like he has to be in the film, but maybe exactly. they're setting up the fact that he could be introduced into the universe by the Sovereign showing up and, and this Aisha who's from the same race. And, yeah, seeing the gold skin people. And he's teasing us with pods. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, I buy it. Yeah. I just don't think we'll see Adam, Adam Warlock actually physically in this movie yet. I, I, I don't know. I, I think it would make – I think it would be pretty cool just to have him as the reveal if they're going to make – Infinity War is more of like Thanos' story. Yeah. I think it would be kind of cool to like introduce him into that. Do it like a Michonne way kind of where it's just like a fill-in for this movie and then you cast someone next time? Yeah, I mm. guess. I mean, I don't. I, yeah, I don't know if they're going to do that. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Because I mean, that's where I see the problem. You know what I'm saying? It's just like really they hid the casting of Adam Warlock. No, I, I'm not saying yeah. Adam Warlock's going to be in this, Jake. No, I know you're not. Yeah. I know you're not. Yeah. And I'm saying I'm pretty sure he won't. Okay. That's yeah. all. Okay. They, I mean. they, they sort of did that with, like, uh, Stephen Strange in Winter Soldier where they had the files and shit where he was mentioned. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more elaborately. But, I mean, they could do something like that without actually having to have the character in it. No, and I get what you're reporting. You're reporting that all the setup is here. Yeah, yeah. That, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be kind of cool, like, maybe at the end of the movie, like, they get a shot of a pod opening up. Yeah. You know, something cool. like that. Um, they say Nebula's costume involves some new arm upgrades. Oh, neat. How does Nebula's hand evolve throughout the film? Because we saw some artwork sort of like a little metal claw, a rudimentary claw. And it then almost looks like she has sort of a Luke Skywalker-y hand by the end of the film. Uh, they asked this to Karen Gillan, actually, the actress that plays um, Nebula. She says, so one of her other missions is sort of to uh, to fix her hand as well. Uh, that's a whole other thing. It's quite funny because I've been acting like this for half of the time. Yeah. So at some point, uh, so she at some point makes a deal with someone to sort of fix that might be linked to this costume. Do you think Rocket makes her a new arm? Yes. Oh, yeah, that'd too. be great. <laughs> I do too. And I think he probably wants to steal it back from her yes. eventually. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Hopefully but, not too much callback humor in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, though. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, let's uh, – enough of the Guardians stuff. I, I was excited to talk about that, yeah, though. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, let's talk about the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer, number yeah. two. Uh, the trailer – I don't know if you guys knew this. Um, I actually saw the trailer the day before. Mm. It had actually leaked. Somebody had cell phone footage of it. Oh, shit. Oh, nice. I didn't know if I was watching the actual fucking trailer or not. I was just like – I was like, is it, did somebody just piece this together? <laughs> the next day I found out that, yeah, dude, I watched the actual trailer. Like somebody had fucking like recorded it and shown it. That's Damn. ridiculous. Yeah. So like I'd actually seen it like the day before. Uh, anyway, um, 
let's uh frank we'll start with you talk about the trailer and uh and rate it oh, i thought it was really good um it shows a lot of like intensity with him and uh michael keaton and shit mm-hmm. uh, michael keaton looks awesome in this uh the only thing that i'm kind of worried about is that they're showing so much mm-hmm. like they're not leaving anything to be surprised by when you get in the film because it seems like it's going to be like, oh, yeah, I remember that part with the boat. And then we'd seen him like to holding it together with the webbing. Yeah. But then now in the trailer, you got you see Iron Man coming in to to help him with that. What that would have been better to see on screen. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. How do to fucking hold it together? It's still taking on water. Not only do we see that, but we see the aftermath of it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Somebody could have died. Out yeah. there, you know, and that, that, you know what I mean, right? Somebody could have died, you know. You know, you're reckless, Riggs. I'm sorry, I'm, le- <laughs> I'm going, oh, I'm going yeah. into lethal, lethal weapon. weapon. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys. Anyway, no, and that whole scene, like, uh, you know, I did like the. I'm talking about it now, but That's like, fine. I did like when he said, you know, um, I, I want the suit back, and yeah. he says, uh, I'm nothing without the suit, and it tied into Iron Man three. Mm-hmm. Where he's, yeah. You know, it's That's the it. best line of the trailer oh, you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. And then when Robert Downey Jr. comes back, it, well, if you're nothing without the suit, then right. you shouldn't have it. You shouldn't have it. And I, I kept thinking back to like Iron Man 3. As much as I hated that movie for them to, to, to do that deep cut, uh-huh. mm-hmm. I thought that that, I was impressed by that, especially with this being a Sony film. Yeah. 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 I was, that, that was impressive. Yeah, it's definitely still definitely shared universe. Yeah. Doing shit like that. Yeah. Frank. So. But it, it, uh, it shows that, um, Peter's got, you know, these, not delusions of grandeur, but he wants to be a part of the bigger picture because yeah. he's already hung with the Avengers and fought some of them and shit. And he's got these he just abilities. Said Peter was hung. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did. He did. He did. Oh, oh my god. Oh man, I'm trying to break you, Frank. I'm gonna. <laughs> anyway, uh, but uh, uh, he I'm he's struggling Peter. like with Sorry. his mentor Tony Stark, trying to figure out like where his place is. Mm-hmm. And then Tony even drops the line, "Well, why can't you be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man?" Yeah, which is great and awesome. But again, something I wish I would have saw. You know, when I'm watching the movie instead yeah. of in a trailer ahead yeah. of time. But I mean, they are setting the tone of it pretty good. Uh, I'm, I'm just hoping, which we haven't had too much of it out of these, uh, some, but not a lot where you see shit in the trailer and then you don't get it in the actual film. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm just kind of taking it like the grain of salt. Uh, I'm going to high taste it. It looks good. The energy is definitely there. Mm-hmm. It looks like an interesting, compelling story. Um, uh, like I said, I'm the only thing I'm worried about is that we're just seeing so much of it at a time. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to low taste this trailer. I wasn't a big fan of the last trailer either. Um, I do think that this trailer, it, it does get me more, it makes this movie look better than I thought it looked with the last trailer. It does get me more excited. Mm. Um, I'm in the Frank camp where I, I gotta low taste this trailer because geez, like, show me all three acts of this movie basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just kind of ridiculous. I'm surprised like Doomsday that. didn't show up at the end. <laughs> yeah. And, and I don't know. As, as much as I like Michael Keaton too, the first time I saw him with that jacket on, mm-hmm. I la- I laughed. Really? Yeah, I like it. I laughed, <laughs> not in a good way. He seems I like, like it. he could be a really huge part in this. Whereas, like a lot of Marvel villains suck. He really seems intimidating and scary. Yeah. So I yeah. hope they keep that. I like how he's like the uh, the antithesis of like uh, Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah. He's you know what I mean. He's just like, and he, he even mentions Tony in this. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's a very classic Spider Man villain too, yeah. the way he's like threatening like yeah. everyone he knows and yeah. his family and yeah. everything. So yeah, I, I don't know. I'm hyped for this movie. I can't wait to see it, but I feel like now I've seen too much. Yeah. I tupper with the first trailer. I'm going to taste this one. It just, they, they did show a lot. Um, they did show a lot and, um, I didn't like that. It, yeah. it was just too much with the, with the, the boat scene again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, with Iron Man showing up in the aftermath of that scene, it's mm-hmm. just like, come on. I did love that we finally got some Bakeem Woodbine as a shocker. Mm. Yeah, it, was, it was cool to see that. Big fan of him in, uh, Fargo season two. Um, yeah, his, uh, weapon looked really neat. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of cool action. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I mean, they showed us a lot, but the action does look cool. It would have been nice to see it for the, I'm sold on Spider-Man. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm yeah, sold. Whatever. I'm sold. Show some freaking webs on the screen and tell us when it's coming out. Right. I mean, I'm sold. I'm going to see this. You didn't need to show me all that. That was a little too much. Is that Sony? Is that Sony? I think it is. Yes. Marvel doesn't need to push it. They're worried. Why are they worried? Have you seen the poster campaign too? Like it's just all about this is an MCU movie. Yeah. I think that's more of that going on They want that money. They want that Mm -hmm. money rolling in. They want the success that they haven't had before on the film. And they showed a lot of Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man Mm -hmm. in this trailer, too. They really want you to know. They they made sure they showed fucking Captain America, even. Yeah, it was the uh, Captain America's workout challenge. (laughs) Oh, shit. And he was in his uh, Avengers costume. So, like, this is, like, right after he got, like, unfrozen in the ice and and before problems with S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh And so it's, like, he came back and he I guess he was doing, like, commercials and things like that. (laughs) Um, And he did this workout challenge probably Mm -hmm. for, like, you know, kids in school to make sure that, you know. I I hope we get to see some of that video. I think that will be really funny. Yeah, you know. Um, But, um, yeah, I'm going to taste this one. I'm going to taste it. I I still think the movie has potential to just be huge. I want it to make a billion dollars. I do. I want it to make a billion dollars. They talked to Tom Holland. Um, He was just bad trailer craft. I completely agree with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tom Holland was actually talking to MTV about the formula that he wants to see in the new Spider-Man films. And uh, we've actually kind of said this in the past, Jake. Listen to this quote, man. He says, I think the Harry Potter movies are a perfect example. Yeah. They work so well. I'm such a huge fan, as are billions of people. So why not follow that perfect formula? And I think we can do something really exciting with that. And guys, like what I'm talking about by following the Harry Potter formula is I'm not talking about Peter Parker going to Hogwarts in the <laughs> next fucking, you know, movie. I'm talking about the movies get darker as the character gets older. Oh, yeah. that'd be good. Yeah. Right? And I also think they're better off taking the Guardians route too, where they're not moving time forward as fast as, you know what I'm saying there? Even though it may take three years for the next movie to come out, maybe yeah, it's not so yeah. wise to move As long as Tom Holland just doesn't look older. Right. You How know old I mean? is he now? He's 19. Okay, so he's not going to get a lot bigger. Exactly. It's not like we're getting a Chandler Riggs situation right. in The Walking Dead where the kid starts <laughs> off and he's four foot tall and now he's like 6'9". <laughs> You know what I mean? So. Yeah. <laughs> is he really that big now? He's fucking tall. He's, yeah, he's That's really tall. He's fucking tall. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Chandler Riggs is a tall kid. Um, let's, Still wearing a cowboy hat. But I, I love that, man. I think I think each movie is uh, – I like what you're saying too, Jake. You know, keep it uh, – keep it. I want to see him stay in high school. That's exactly. Stan Lee's, exactly. You know, Stan Lee – oh, man, 
Stan, Stan Lee, yeah. one of the, his biggest mistakes he said was taking him out of high school so early. Yeah, like he, exactly. he, he, he wished he would have, when he was writing the stories, he wished he would have kept Peter in high school a lot longer. I forget they what issue have, it happens, but it's like within the first, it's less than 20. Yeah. They do have him at a good age for that though, because mm-hmm. depending on how quickly they can put these out, he could pass for high school probably until he's about 27. Oh yeah. The fucking people from uh, 21 Jump Street, they were all in their mid 20s and I think Richard Graco was even going on 30 when they were doing that shit. Yeah, shit. If that's the model, though, they need to be smart about it, and they need to kind of blueprint some stuff out. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Luke Perry was fucking getting tested for diabetes when he was doing fucking 90210. Good God. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He's, just, he's an old – him and his fucking uh, test strips from Wilford Brimley. He was <laughs> – Luke Perry Luke Perry was fucking old, man. He was, yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was receding hairline and everything. <laughs> Creepy. Anyway, uh, let's see here. Oh, yeah. Um, Tom Holland was asked by Yahoo about the chances of Tony Stark dating Aunt May. Here's what he said. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I thought after Civil War that maybe that could happen, but not anymore. So, guys, like, is this rumor? Now, hold on. Like, this kind of ties into, like, this next thing that I'm talking about. This rumor from LaneyGossip.com. Um, here's the rumor. Speaking of spending... Um, Remember last year um, – yeah, anyway, I shouldn't have started with that because that, they were talking about the previous paragraph, which I'm not going to read. So speaking of spending, guys, <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck that means. <laughs> uh, remember last year and Gwyneth Paltrow's will she or won't she role in Captain America Civil War? At the time, I was the one who said she wasn't in it, which was undoubtedly for reasons due to story bloat, but also at least in part because her Marvel contract is up. And they'd have to pay her through the nose to get her back, even for a cameo. Well, Marvel isn't footing the bill for Homecoming, so guess who's back? That's right. Pepper Potts returns to the MCU. Oh, shit. And don't think Sony hasn't noticed they're the ones on the hook for her payday rate. So does this have anything to do with the fact that they're – I'm not saying that they were going to start a relationship with Tony and, but I mean, the fact that maybe Pepper, maybe they won't do, they won't go that route because it's easy to, I think after they broke up, after Pepper Potts yeah. and Tony broke up, we found out that they broke up in, uh, in one of the films that, uh, maybe it would be easier for him to just move on. Mm-hmm. Cause we're finding out now, you know, in the Thor movie, that Thor and Jane Foster have now broken up. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So now, now, now we find out like, you know, Pepper Potts and, you know, Tony broke up. Maybe it would be kind of easy for like Tony to like, maybe just like for one, for one movie, kind of like f- dance around and flirt a little Rebound bit. Rebound on it, May. I'm not saying, yeah, exactly. And yeah, maybe get, maybe just getting dick wet again. Be you like early I mean? Iron Man one, a little Aunt, sleazy. Aunt May I, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. It's, no, I don't know. So it's like one of those things like maybe I was thinking like in this movie, it'd be kind of like the perfect movie to kind of like flirt around with that and fuck yeah. with Peter. Oh, yeah. Watch Peter's reaction. Kind of like going back to Freaks and Geeks, like when the one kid's mom started dating like the coach, the gym <laughs> coach. You know, that episode kind of do kind of like that thing here because like one of the writers on this show is was one of the child actors from Freaks and Geeks. Oh, shit. I can't imagine there's not going to be more uh, Tony Stark, Aunt May innuendo jokes in this movie. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, are they back together, or or do you think like this is the one where like like they finally just end it? Mm. They end it like she's know. back, and they end it with Pepper Potts. That's paying her a lot 
to just say something everybody already kind of assumed anyway. Yeah, I, don't, I, I doubt it. I bet she's, you know, she's still a friend, a work acquaintance. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to work with that storyline in yeah. Spider-Man Homecoming. Okay. Seems like way off the field. I just thought like might be a way to kind of like end it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Just throwing it out there. It could be possible. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not possible. Maybe things are like it's better left unsaid. Things are awkward. She's there. And like right. you can tell he's all mixed up feelings wise. And that's why he doesn't make a move on Aunt May. Cause she's there, like it's messing with him and shit. I just think it's, it's kind of funny. I was just thinking to myself, like, you know, this movie is, is, it's Peter and he's in high school. Yeah. And it would be kind of funny to see, like, you know, Tony, you know, being all confident and cocky around oh, yeah. uh, Peter all the time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, maybe Peter coming to him cause he doesn't have Uncle Ben to talk about girls anymore. And we yeah. know that Peter is going to be having, you know, girl issues in this one, not with the Zendaya character, but with the other girl, mm-hmm. um, that we've seen him kind of like checking out in the first trailer. And then we saw in this trailer, we saw him with her at the dance and it looks like they kissed and she says like what's wrong with you Peter you're acting different when yeah. um, but I'm just saying it'd be funny to like you know see Tony in like that limo scene or, or another scene where like maybe he's having girl problems too and Peter's like on his he, he's having a lucky streak with that girl oh, right. and Peter's that. like maybe like oh well you know maybe I can help you in that <laughs> you know I mean? that's what I was thinking you know that would be fun that's, that's fun. Yeah, I'm just saying like they could kind of they could kind of bounce that Especially in a movie where they're saying like it's it's kind of like a John Hughes film. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. key. What you're describing is key. Like it doesn't work unless you're still connecting it to Spider Man and to Peter Parker. Right. Like that's where I'm saying no, that Pepper Pot stuff isn't going to happen. Right. But I'm yeah, just, I like I'm, what, yeah, I like what you're saying. Field. I know. I'm writing fan fiction over here. Yeah, that just, works. Yeah, I'm just hoping. Anyway, uh, John Watts, the director of Spider Man Homecoming, he was asked by Fandango if Homecoming has a post credit scene. Here's his response. Of course. Absolutely. How disappointing would it be if there was just nothing? Like if this was the one movie where we said, nope, no after credit scene. <laughs> I would love that. I know you would. <laughs> See, I, don't, I don't get it. Like I get it. I get it for like artsy films. Yeah. I get it. I get it for artsy films. I, I get it for like the Nolan Batman films. I get it for like – I don't want an after credit scene after I watch Moonlight. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, so yeah. you do get it. Then we're we completely understand for each other. For artsy films, yeah. for for but for a, for a comic book movie, a t- like 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 a Marvel movie, a fun <laughs> a fun movie. I I I don't see the problem in it. I actually enjoy it. I yeah. I I enjoy like. Once it's all done, I, 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 I like looking around in the theater at the idiots getting up and leaving. Yeah. Number one, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I enjoy that. And then I get my mid credit scene and I was like, Oh my God, that's cool. And it kind of sets something up for a future film. Uh-huh. Um, and ignorance then, is bliss, man. Those lucky idiots. Yeah. I, I suppose on the flip side, it's like once they finally hear that there was a post credit scene, then they got to go watch it again because they got to see it or, you know, I don't know. Watch it. I don't Wait until they, they find do. it on the internet. I don't know what these casuals do. Um, but yeah, um, guys, let's talk about the Venom movie again. Uh, Fandango sat down with Spider-Man homecoming director, John Watts, and asked him if the Venom film is connected to the MCU. Watts, it's not, it's not connected to the Marvel world. So that's really intriguing. Watts said that? What that will be. (laughs) I don't know anything about it. It's not connected, so there's no overlap. I'm only focused on my movie right now. Yeah, they're making money on the side, yo. Yeah. Venom, <laughs> Venom is the side chick. 
So I just, uh, man, no, no connection. So we wow. can take from that that the Silver Sable Black Cat movie is not going to be connected as well. Yeah, so weird. Yeah. All right, who else might not be connected with the MCU soon? According to uh, ex-Sony producer and executive Amy Pascal, Spider-Man might not be much longer. Here's her quote to CosmicBook.News.com. Um one of the things that I think is so amazing about this experience is – and she's talking about Sony and Marvel coming together. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I think is so amazing about this experience is that you don't have studios deciding to work together to make a film very often. In fact, it may never happen again. After we do a sequ- after we do the sequel, because Sony and Disney and Marvel all decided that the right thing to do is allow Peter Parker and Spider-Man to be in the MCU and to work with Marvel guys and have them produce this film – and I think that was a very rare thing for three companies to do and a very brilliant thing for them to decide to do because there are only so many stories that you know you can tell again and again and again about Spidey. And this is something that we would never been able to do in other any other ways. So it was a very selfless thing that there was a very smart uh, – that was very smart on the part of all the companies. So she says basically like it may it, – in fact, it may never happen again after we do the sequel. Yeah, so you're talking two Spider-Man movies and then back to crappy Spider-Man shit. Mm. Yeah, she's full of shit. Yeah, money she's, talks, bullshit walks. That's what I said. I said this on somebody, – somebody posted this to me on Twitter. This article, I hadn't seen it before. Mm-hmm. Somebody posted it to me. I said, I said money. I, that's exactly what I said. I said Is it really? I said money talks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I said, I said, if this movie makes a billion dollars, yeah. Sony's not pulling Oh, out. we're going to yeah, go no back kidding. to making flops. Well, the thing is, like, Instead. this news comes from Amy Pascal. Yeah. She's an, she's not a, she's not with Sony anymore, guys. Right. Yeah, no. She's, she's, she's a bitter Betty. She's an ex-Sony producer. She's an ex-executive at Sony. She's mm-hmm. not with the company anymore. And Forbes was at CinemaCon recently, and they stated how that, that how it could not be possible with the current Marvel-Sony deal. Her statements don't work. Here's what they said. So with Avengers Infinity War in May 2018, Holland will have fulfilled one of his solo Spidey film commitments, Spider-Man Homecoming, plus two of his other appearances, Captain America Civil War and Infinity War. That would mean he has two more Spider-Man films on his contract, plus one more appearance as Spider-Man in another film. (laughs) We know one of those two solo movies – will still be within the MCU, making four of his appearances linked to the larger Marvel shared world. So her statements don't even match up with the actual contract. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's an extra movie in there in the actual contract. Yeah. So if she was correct, then a third movie with Tom Holland would be disconnected from the MCU. Right. Right. That'd be a nightmare. No sense. Right, right. Gosh, yeah. no. I think this first movie is going to do enough money to where they're going to be like, all right, this works, and then we'll see it for a bit. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, you can honestly, you can lock this kid up. If they want to keep this going, if we're going to go into four phases four, five, and six, if they want to go that far, yeah. you, could, you could lock this kid up until he's 30. Yeah. Yeah. Tie him down like after that first big hit before he costs you big time later on. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, you know, they got they, they got his deal. I mean, mm-hmm. the next deal he gets is going to be huge. It's yeah. going to be massive. You For know sure. what I mean? Just like uh, just like at Chris Evans and Hemworth. Oh Hemsworth, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, once his once 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 their six movie deals are done, I mean, they're in for a fucking payday, and that's the thing. It's like, are they going to are they going to be asking for RDJ money? Are we going to get that? Are we going to go there? 
Uh, are we going to be asking for RDJ money? It depends on money? how much money these movies are making. If, if we're still breaking records every time, then yes, we are. And, and him our, as an actor, we are talking like he, he's in a kind of a keystone position there. Him, his portrayal of Spider-Man is going to be pretty much what people will associate with linking him to the MCU. No, I'm talking, I'm talking about Chris Evans and Hemsworth. Their contracts are almost over. Oh, okay. Are they going to be asking it for RDJ be. money? It could be. You know, close. And, and also with the RDJ money, not only did he get a ton of money, but he got a lot of creative control. Like, yeah. I mean, like yeah. down to like what kind of suit he's going to be fucking wearing in Iron Man 3. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm talking, you know, I have no problem giving Chris Evans He's yeah. a creative guy. I, I've seen what he did with Snowpiercer, and I think he's... Oh, yeah. And maybe I, not him. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of a exactly. stretch. Exactly. Evans is like the real-life Captain America. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know if I want to give Hemsworth a lot of creative control of Thor. <laughs> yeah. I, I just see him as hair and muscles. Really? <sighs> I don't know. See? You heard it here. Chris Hemsworth's a dummy. Yeah. <laughs> Say that? <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Both of you did. I, <laughs> I mean, not knocking the guy, but I mean, he's not really the main draw. I get, I'm telling you, man. When he's at home, he's drooling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Takes those hair extensions out. He's foaming at the mouth. <laughs> I don't funny. know. Fucking. <laughs> Sitting a wife beater in his underwear eating Cheetos. Hems worthless. Fuck bum. Hems worthless. Hems worthless. All right. Uh, back to Venom here, guys, real quick. There's a short list of, uh, we're going to take a break out of this too. Yeah. 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 I'm promoting that break. Uh, back to Venom. I'm excited. <laughs> I don't know about this episode. It's garbage it's the ultimate thrill ride uh it, there's a short list for directors for the venom film and it looks like um i don't know man jake i'm gonna did, did this guy start the rumor or is he actually in the contention in contention here looks like dread producer adi shankar who is also the guy respond- he started the rumor <laughs> uh adi shankar who is the guy he's responsible for the uh, gritty power rangers fan film came out a couple years ago mm-hmm. he did uh the Punisher Dirty Laundry, and uh, he also did Truth in Journalism. It's the short uh, Ryan Quantin uh, from True Blood. It uh, gave us the story of Eddie Brock through the lens of a documentary filmmaker, and um, I loved all of them. I think they're all great, but apparently, um, you know, I guess the short story that he did, the short film that he did about uh, Truth in Journalism with uh, Eddie Brock, they're saying it caught the attention of Sony, and he's on their list. He's on their short list for uh, directors. If he was smart, he'd stay away. I'm worried about this project. About the Venom project? Yeah, yeah. Just the no, the no Spider-Man Venom movie seems really weird. Yeah, that's you weird. were all about it a couple weeks ago. I wasn't all about it. I was saying that they could easily do it. <laughs> I was saying that. Go, no, go back and listen to the tape. We got fuck Jacob. No, no. you'll listen to the tape. I never say I want to see <laughs> dude, dude. the Venom movie. I'm just trying to push his buttons. He was, dude, he was, <laughs> no, dude. You should know. You should have fucking, you should, you should have seen this cheerleader with his fucking pom poms <laughs> two fucking weeks ago on the podcast. He was just rah, 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 Venom. So no Spider Man, rah, rah. <laughs> this guy over here. I'm telling you, man. Dude, he was sucking the dick of this. Yeah. Spider-Man less Venom movie. <laughs> not so much. Not Man, so much. Man, big fan of that. I was just saying that they could do <laughs> well, it. My name's Jake Elliott, and let me tell you how it can work. <laughs> this is what this is what I want. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. It's time for a break. <laughs> Jake, I'm fucking with you. No, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, no, I, I get it. Nobody's a fan. Nobody, <laughs> yeah. Nobody's a fan. Find that guy. A spider. Let's crucifix him. <laughs> yeah. Addy Shankar, um, what do you think, man? Uh, director for the Venom film, do you think that- Toss he- it. You toss this? Yeah. Really? I, I, I like him. Yeah. But I'm looking out for him, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you, what, uh, okay. What about, uh, Addy Shankar directed Max Landis written Venom movie? All right. All right. You're pulling me in. <laughs> could, uh, like, could this, could this either be the best movie ever or the worst movie ever? It ever, could be, ever. It could be either. Yeah. Yeah, Schrodinger's movie. I'm still leaning towards not good, though. Yeah, I don't know, man. Well, I love Adi Shankar, man. I love this bootleg universe that he's created. Yeah, and I kind of like to keep him in that bootleg universe, you know. Yeah, uh, giving him, a, yeah, you know, give him a feature length film and fuck it up. Yeah, I, Venom's never gonna want to eat Spider Man's brains, though. It's crazy. I know. How much money are they gonna throw at this movie? How much money are they gonna be throwing at these movies? Uh, a be lot. A huge CGI budget. Yeah, it's going to be a very effect driven, I think. Yeah. Yeah, for 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 Venom, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Um Will he have a spider on his chest? <laughs> All right. Oh, there you go. Fuck. M- mind fucking blown. Oh my god. god that's the fucking million dollar question. Right. That's like that's like asking me, did Adam and Eve have belly buttons? Right. You know? Chicken or the egg? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Man. That really I, that, honestly that helps to boil it down for me cuz like could they do it? Probably. Do I want to see it? Probably not. Oh man. He, he's got to be involved with it. Seems like it either like that's when it really starts to fall apart. Yeah. You can't you can't you can't set up a movie universe this way though. Yeah. I mean, it, we've seen X Men kind of do it, you know, and we've seen them, you know, succeed and then fall again. Yeah, it's still stitched together. Yeah, it's not perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. I don't know, and if, especially if it's fucking R rated, and you know, Addy Shankar. Oh right, yeah. His yeah. last name has an R in it. <laughs> Addie Shankar, he's not going to want to do a PG-13 Venom movie. No. He's no. going to be like, I'll pass. Yeah. I'll wait for another project. I bet they'll go all the way, too. Guarantee you Carnage is in their first movie. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. First movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You gotta who, if there's no Spider-Man, they got to have Carnage. you got to have right. Carnage. You've got to have Carnage. Yeah. So, yeah. That'll be great. There'll probably be more than that, too. Oh, God. What, what's the really dumb one's name? Toxin? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> it's... It, it's these these announcements. It feels it's it feels like it's uh, Avi Arad and just trying to cash in on like what they feel like. If I was Marvel, I'd be. And they're fast tracking this shit. They're they're talking about this shit. Uh, they're talking about the uh, Black Cat Silver Sable movie starting to film in the fall of 2017. This year ah! is what they're talking about. If I was Marvel Disney, I, I'd be kind of pissed. I, I, yeah. I find it to be a little bit of a slap in the face. And kind of not a very good act of good thing. Right. Yeah. It's like they're helping you out. And before you even get that first movie out, you're kind of using it to help promote right. shit that has nothing to do with it. I have no problem with like the Phil Lord, Chris Miller animated movie. Yeah. yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. No That's problem. Completely fun. Zero problem. DC does that. the same stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. You don't have to. Those don't have to be the same universe. The cartoons and the. They weren't insure. Like, remember when the, fir- the report first came out? They yeah. were unsure if this was like. If it was part of like the MCU, oh, I, I remember. Yeah, I, and I thought it would have been cool either way. Honestly, yeah, yeah I'm, fi- I'm fine. I'm yeah. fine. I'm fine. It would have been neat. It's like untold tales of Spider Man, right? As right. part of the MCU, right? Get Tom Holland to voice it, yeah, and that'd be fun too. It's yeah. fun either way. 
But I don't have a – I'm with you here. I don't have a preference. Yeah. I'm excited either way. I hope it's its own self-contained story to be quite honest with you. Yeah, that would be fun too. I think the disadvantage there is is do we have to recycle the same old, same old Uncle Ben stuff yet again? Oh, I hope not. I, th- I don't think Phil Lord and Chris Miller would be like, oh, these guys, they're idea guys. Oh, yeah. Phil Lord and Chris oh, yeah. Miller are idea guys. Like you give them – if they have a good idea, they can they can run with it. And I don't think like Phil Lord and Chris Miller are thinking, oh, man, I think we can do something really cool and different with the Uncle Ben story right. that nobody's ever done before. Yeah, hope, hopefully that's not where they're coming from. No, no, I don't think so. And I don't – you know, I hope I – don't, I hope – you know, we get mention of Uncle Ben in certain things oh, in like these course, movies. Of yeah. course. But I don't need flashbacks. You right. know? Of course. How many times I got to see this old fucking guy die? Right. Yeah. It's well-trodden territory. Yeah. I would Jeez. love them to just use the same footage from one of the other Spider-Man movies when they do a flashback. Yeah. <laughs> like all of a sudden he's Toby. You know? Do a bad Photoshop job over him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, you know, like the Spider-Man Homecoming 2 trailer? Like I'm honestly sp- – did I say Homecoming two? Yes. No, whatever. I'm, homecoming I'm, trailer. Homecoming number two. trailer number two. Yeah. Um, I from this, I honestly feel like this movie. I think. It. I think Spider Man two could still be the better, the best Spider Man film after this. Yeah. I still think that it's it's a big possibility yes. after after seeing this trailer. Yeah, it's damn good, Spider Man two. Spider Man two is one of the best. Fucking Molina's yeah. great. So yeah, Alfred Molina is fantastic in that movie. I just feel like it's this movie has its work cut out for it to be better than Spider Man Two. Oh yeah. After this yeah. trailer. After yeah, this trailer. I agree with that. I still feel like at the end of the day I could come on the episode and unfortunately like well I'm gonna have to high taste <laughs> Spider Man Homecoming. Uh, you know what I mean? Does Spider Man right. Homecoming have to be better than Spider Man Two to be a Tupperware? No. Okay. No, not by not but that's not that's not what I'm saying. Okay. At all. I I'm just saying that once this is once this is over, once this is all said and done, that um it still could be the second best Spider-Man movie. Yeah. Like yeah. I I, th- I think it, I I'm hoping it'll be the I hope it'll be the best Spider-Man movie. I would love to see a Spider-Man movie dethrone too. I really would. Yeah. Yeah. I want a great movie going experience. I just after this trailer, it's like I don't know. I don't know anymore. Yeah, after, that was a lot in the trailer. After the fucking Andrew Garfield shit. Oh man, I'm just yeah. ready. Yeah. I'm ready to enjoy a Spider Man movie again for I sure. Even though Andrew Garfield used to listen to our podcast. Yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> I hope he still listens and fuck you, Andrew. <laughs> Holy oh, shit. Wow. Damn, wow. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. <laughs> You and your fucking hair gel, Peter Parker, go fuck yourself. <laughs> what? Jay? <laughs> Jesus. It's not his fault. Yeah, we just lost Sith Lord 49 again. <laughs> uh, even he can't be a fucking Andrew Garfield, Peter Parker fan. I, uh, Andrew Garfield's a fine actor. Oh. 99 Homes was fantastic. I haven't seen it. I know. I, I liked him in Imaginarium a lot, too. He's really good. I think he's a fine actor. I haven't seen the... War movies, and I haven't seen Silenced either. Yeah, Imaginarium was good. I loved it. So, yeah, fuck you, Andrew. (laughs) But yeah, now he's garbage. (laughs) All right, let's take a. (laughs) Damn it, we just lost Andrew Garfield again. Sorry, I didn't know he was from that Spider Man taint. Yeah, all right. I'm sorry, Andrew. (laughs) (laughs) That was heartfelt. (laughs) Be right back.
ってしまうほど肉厚だ美味しいサックサクの衣に包まれたホックホクでジューシーなアジフライタルタルってどうしてこんなに魚介に合うんだろうゆで卵のみじん切りに玉ねぎピクルスマヨネーズ考え出した人天才かそこへ迎え入れる冷たい生ビール We're back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Good shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you want to talk about the it trailer? We forgot to talk about it in good pop, bad pop, or、oh, news well, or anything. I still haven't watched it all yet. I watched the first two seconds. I got scared and I had to stop. <laughs> What? When I saw the boat floating on the side of the fucking street, I was like, oh shit, I need to watch that later. Because it was all dark in the garage and shit. I didn't watch it yet. <laughs> It's funny. You need a nightlight in the garage when you watch the i t s fucking scary, man. I, I wasn't ready for it. Jeez. Jeez. All right, man. We'll talk to you. Later on, I'm going to ask you about your menstrual cycle.、Uh, <laughs> Jesus. All right. Jake, what'd you think?、Uh, I loved it.、Um, I, I was kind of like worried about them remaking this because it's like such a classic from my childhood and everything.、Yeah. But this. Met and exceeded my expectations. Of so it's two movies,、be. right? Yeah. One is kids, one, one is adults. It's、right. still playing. Yeah. So I thought、yeah. it looked really good. Yeah.、Uh, I loved it. I thought it looked great.、Um, I saw it for the first time, not on my phone or not on, you know what I mean, not on my computer. I was actually, they showed it before、uh, Ghost in the Shell. So、oh, I got、shit. to see it on the big screen. Yeah, that's awesome. And、uh, I loved it. Thought it was great. They、uh, cast the、uh, kid from Midnight Special. And also, they cast the kid,、uh, from Stranger Things. Yeah. Plays Mike. Oh, okay. So, I was like, wow. Wow, they really locked up some really good child actors for this. So. Yeah, it looked impressive. And they showed just the right amount of Pennywise. Like, oh, yeah. Enough to be scary, but、yeah. not, not a ton. Yeah. Yeah, it looks great. Looks really fucking good. Can't wait for it. Uh, let's move on into,、uh, DC news. Last night, Batman destroyed my vagina. And now the leftovers are going to destroy DC News. It's time for DC News, you fucking pieces of shit. Frank was trying to watch the trailer in the garage. <laughs> It was dark. <laughs> Frank got scared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like two in the morning one night, and somebody shared it to me, and I、yeah. saw it. I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, man. That's a sell. That makes it sound even better. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like the first two seconds of it, like him giving his brother a hug and he gives him the boat. I'm like, what's this boat? And then I see it going right down the side of the street. I'm like, oh, nope, not right now. It's like, <laughs> Frank just, Frank just dropped his phone in the garage and ran in the house. No, when that, when the、uh, TV Got special, under his pillow fort. Fuck, when the TV special first aired, I can't remember. It was like, you know, late eighties, early nineties or whatever. Yeah. And I snuck out of my room to fucking sit in the hallway and watch it while my sister and stuff were watching it on TV. Yeah. And it fucked with me. It scared me shit. I ended up reading the book later on. Yeah. I'm wondering if they're going to get into space turtles. It's a、shit. long, it's a long ass book. Oh, yeah, it's it big. It's one of the、yeah. bigger ones for、yeah. sure. It's great though. Yeah. It's great. 
All right, guys. Exclusive news from Variety this week. Uh, Batgirl, here's the article. Batgirl is flying solo. The superheroine is getting her own standalone movie from filmmaker Joss Whedon. Whedon is nearing a deal to write, direct, and produce an untitled Batgirl pick for Warner Brothers as part of its DC Extended Universe. No other producers are currently attached. Toby Emmerich, the president and chief content officer of Warner Brothers Pictures Group, is overseeing with John Berg and Jeff Johns. The new project originated in the past month following a meeting between Whedon, Berg, and Johns. Uh, Batgirl is one of the most popular superheroes in the world, but has never gotten her own movie. The project will also feature other characters from the world of Gotham. Uh, thoughts on this? Yeah, I'm super excited for this. Um I thought the verbiage of how the headline was was kind of uh, misleading, though. When I read the standalone film, it, it instantly made me think it wouldn't be part of the uh, DCEU, and then it turns out that it is part of the It's part of the DCEU. I think they wanted to kind of say standalone movie uh, as far as because they've got the Birds of Prey thing. Yeah, going. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't that Birds of Prey. Uh, Gotham City Sirens. There you go. Is what they're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I get it, but it, it was a little bit of a maybe. Maybe they weren't trying to be misleading, but it still came off as a little bit confusing as to what was being said right away. But I'm still excited, even though it's part of the DCEU. I, I'm glad to see some someone different getting to take a stab at these people. I mean, one yeah. of the things we've constantly complained about is it's the same David S. Goyer screenplay every, right. every yeah. movie. Yeah, so. And I mean, yeah, this is kind of the Whedon formula too. You get a, a strong female lead character, yeah. you know, surrounded by a, a supporting cast. Well, he was attached. He was going to do Wonder Woman at one time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah this is kind of like uh, you know him getting a chance to not, not not do Wonder Woman, unfortunately, but you know to do Batgirl, do something with her. Yeah. So yeah, what, what you going to rate it? You like it? Uh, um, I'll high taste it. Sure. I'll taste it. I, it's hard to say how Whedon's brand of humor and storytelling is going to mix in with the dceu yeah and that's about the only real thing that i'd be concerned about but i mean other than that like jake said i mean he's got a good talent for writing for strong heroines right so it could be good yeah i'm gonna taste it too i i mean you know after (laughs) ultron yeah just i don't know i Maybe he'll tone down the jokes since it's DC. Please. I mean, I want some jokes, but I don't want rapid fire fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 God dang. Fucking Ultron was cracking jokes. Thor was cracking jokes. Everybody was, you know what I mean? Oh, God. It was just a fucking wreck. (laughs) Everybody had the same voice. Oh, yeah. There's no differentiating, like, you know. You know, it's like amateur night at the comedy club with, you know, <laughs> Thor's up there and here's my set. How's my set, guys? <laughs> yeah. Falcons, the opening act. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I, so, yeah, I taste this. I mean, yeah, it's fucking, it's Whedon doing a Batgirl movie, man. Yeah. This came out of left field. Mm-hmm. Like if, if oh, they, I did not expect this to if, happen. Yeah, if they would have posted this today, I would have been like, ah, April Fool's, you you guys are good. But no, you know, they're doing this. This yeah. is crazy. It is legit. Yeah. Uh, so, um, <laughs> what the, if you're doing this, why are we, why, if you're doing this, if you're going in this direction and we've seen more jokes, you know, I, I, I did, I followed up on the Justice League trailer and I'm not a fan. Um, you know, we got, uh, you know, Aquaman showing up. Guy dressed up as a bat. I dig it, you know. Oh. Yeah. But, you know, like, we got those jokes in that. And now we're getting Whedon 
who's known for his, you know, wisecracking characters. Mm-hmm. Why are they still talking about a a Green Lantern Corps movie being written and possibly directed by Goyer. Oh. Like, J- Jake, it doesn't, like, wh- yeah. Wh- uh, come on. Like, like this DC, this. Goyer the, must have fucking, like, compromising pictures of someone. <laughs> yeah. He will give brothers. me this job. Yeah. <laughs> the DCEU so far to me, um, the best way I can, like, explain it is, like, when you, when you pull your headphones out of your pocket, Mm-hmm. And they're just all tangled up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're yeah. trying to, like, figure out how to get them untangled. You're, first off, you're like, how did this get this way, right? Because, like, number one, like, these are great characters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They you could know? be wonderful headphones. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly, you know. Um, and this is why, you know, like, mar- the MCU is now wireless, you know. Yeah. Like, you don't have to worry about that shit. Oh, exactly. Know? Complete Bluetooth. But, like, you look at the you look at the DC and, like, these are great characters. Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, you know, Superman, Batman. These are great characters. Yeah. Fucking great characters. Like, how could you fuck this up? <laughs> and how did it get this way? That's how That's how I feel when I put my fucking headphones in my pocket and I pull them out five seconds later and it's like, oh, my God. It yeah, looks I like, just put them in my pocket. Right. Like, yeah. how did this happen? And it's like, now that it's like they're, they're trying to they started it one way and it was like no jokes and it was all serious mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. serious origin stories and now they're now they are putting in jokes and uh, we've seen it with like reshoots and suicide squad we've mm-hmm. seen it in a little bit of the reshoots that they did with bvs and like now justice league with jeff johns now it's now it's just going to be it feels like it's just going to be like wisecracking jokes the entire time we're hearing about like cyborg being like a light-hearted character and a lot mm-hmm. of fun in this movie as well as like the flash and the chemistry between those two characters and and it just seems completely different the way that they started. And now – but now we're getting Goya for Green Lantern. But on the flip side, now we're getting, you know, Whedon for Batgirl. It's just nothing – I can't make heads or tails of anything. Yeah, it, it feels seems, like – oh, go ahead. I was just going to say it has no direction like at all. It's just, it's just very wild. Yeah. yeah. After Man of Steel, it feels like they tried to take five sets of headphones and yeah. stuff them into the same pocket. Mm-hmm. And whenever you try to reverse engineer a universe – like let's have the universe first instead of telling the good stories. Right. It it's all so convoluted and linked and then now because they've had so many critical misses that they're trying to emulate what they see Marvel doing yeah. instead of just doing their own thing and focusing on good well, stories. Well, if they were really emulating what Marvel was doing, we would have gotten individual stories first. Right. Instead of the, you know, they were in a rush. I get what you're saying, Frank. Like you you're, you're totally on point cuz you're saying like yeah, they're trying to do what the MCU is doing now, and they're like rushing it, dude. Like we're oh, getting yeah. like warp speed. Our fucking like fifth film is Justice League. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, it's crazy. Right? Yeah. I mean, we've got two Superman movies: Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, Justice League. Right. Let's do this. It's like fuck. it's less movies that came out than before Avengers, though. To be fair, I know, but I'm saying like we've already we're. I, is it? Is it? Was it Avengers? It, was is just. It? It's three Ab- movies, right? Avengers. Well, Four movies. We had Iron Man two. Avengers was the fifth. So, yeah, yeah. Avengers was the fifth. Well, yeah, we had Incredible Hulk. Yeah, I, I yeah. get it though. The, to me, the, the to me the leap that was the the wrong move was the uh, right to Batman v Superman. Right. right? That's the and then make fa- that more about Justice League than you did the actual fight between yeah, Batman versus Superman. That's the bigger fallacy that where it felt like your first movie that was creating your shared universe was mm-hmm. already trying to be the shared universe. 
rather than like actually developing. Well, if it, it, was, if it would have just been Batman versus Superman, that yeah. would have been fine with me. I no, was actually yeah, yeah. we were all excited when that announcement came out. We we're yeah. like, okay, oh my god, this is amazing! Mm-hmm. Batman versus Superman, this is cool. But it it turned into Batman versus Superman. Um, yeah, versus crazy Lex Luthor versus, versus cra- Doomsday versus, and now we got Wonder yeah. Woman, and then okay, here's a computer that shows us Flash, mm-hmm. Cyborg, and Aquaman. Did yeah. we get the um, the the Marvel like schedule somewhere in 2014 where they had everything planned out clear to 2020, where you could see like this film, this film, this film? Yeah, we had a yeah, lot. I of feel like things. that tainted it. Like that rushed them. They're like, oh, well, we got to do this too. Which yeah. is why we've got all that extra shit. And like you said, way back when they very first announced Batman vs. Superman, mm-hmm. if that was what they made it about, that's a simple enough story and you got two primary characters, that would have been fine. Yeah, but they were in such a rush to get to Justice League, they shoehorned all that other they shit. They used in. Batman vs. Superman as a stepping stone just to get all these other characters mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, fast-tracking those, right. you know. I don't know. I don't, and then they fucked up Doomsday because of it. It's not like those characters needed that rub either. <laughs> like, you know, the Flash movie didn't need to have Flash seen on a monitor in Batman v Superman yeah. right. to be something that was going to get people excited. Mm-hmm. Like, it just made no sense. Yeah. So... Crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Um, let's see. Oh, I do have a prediction, though, that uh, once we either get the first trailer or when the movie comes out, James Gunn will say that this is the best DC movie ever made. The Batgirl movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Help his boy out? Yeah. And it'll probably make Kevin Smith cry. I'll co-sign, I'll co-sign <laughs> so, that. Yeah. Uh, let's see I here. train, leaving the station. Um, I, I'm not going to bring this. I, I'll let everybody know if you're uh, Screen Rant recently had set visits with, uh, you know, the set of the Justice League and they learned about the opening sequence of the film and uh, go to Screen Rant. There's like a whole article about they talk about like the war for Earth and uh, what is it? The Alliance of Three Empires and like it goes back in the past and we got like I think probably scenes of like the mother boxes and how that all worked mm. out. So uh, there's like an opening battle and shit like that. So yeah, if you want to read, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna read the whole fucking thing here. Um, I don't know. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's it's too much. And even for me to like read through it and like try to break it down, it was just too much time. So just read it on their fucking site. They do a better job than we would explaining it anyway. Uh, let's move on into Star Wars news. And then we have some gifts from some listeners. So we'll nice. open those. So we're going to open the gifts instead of reading emails this week. Oh, I love these <laughs> gifts. <laughs> Whatever they are, I love them. That's, that's the ultimate gift, Jake. It is the ultimate gift. All right. So, uh, yeah, Star Wars news. Dinkat! What are Misa saying? You're supposed to be here with me, listening to Pop Culture Leftovers podcast. That's not true. That's impossible. So, Star, I got one fucking story, and it's like the smallest story ever. What the fuck? This is not even worth it. Let's hear what you you got. Uh, Rumor from MakingStarWars.net about Captain Phasma. In episode eight. Oh my gosh, it's Captain Phasma. <laughs> Captain Phasma news. She actually does something this time? Uh, here's the here's rumor. Recently I was talking to a source, and at the last moment they dropped this on me. You are going to love Captain Phasma's spear in The Last Jedi. She looks killer. So... In the first one, she had like that. Uh, Sounds like a reason to buy a new action figure. Yep. <laughs> My question is, is she going to use it? 
No. That gun. Hold it. That It'll g- look really cool in the action figures until you find out it's worthless. That fucking gun. She didn't use shit. She didn't use it. I don't even think she fired the thing. No. Did she no, fire that gun? So. At least any. Uh, no. She, no, because it was just the troopers that were taking down the. Well, she's bitching village. at fucking Finn about uh-huh. not using his. She didn't do shit. Yeah, no kidding. She did not do shit. Nothing. I issued the order. <laughs> yeah, no, no. That's, yeah, that's your Star Wars news. Phasma's got a spear. Nice. Looking, All right, then. Looking forward to that spear. Yay, presents. Here's All something right. pretty a whole while somebody else takes her hostage and makes her open the door. What, Frank? What did you just say? It gives her something pretty to hold while yeah. someone else takes her hostage and yeah. makes her open the door. Because okay. that's all mm. she did in Episode 7. All right, Frank. <laughs> Explaining it made that so much better. You know, you just, it's a long road home. You just, you, you, you just, when you say these things, you say them so fast, but you also say them so – what's the word? Meek? You're just so meek when you say Oh, shit. Things. All right. <laughs> 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 so she's holding the spear, she's holding the spear, and she's opening the door for somebody. <laughs> it sounds like the and then, fairy gift. And then, and then no, he sounds like like a, like a like a battered child. What's her name from uh, Police Academy? Hoops, hooks, hooks, yeah, hooks. Yeah, little bit, God, a little bit like hooks, not like Jan hooks. <laughs> Yeah, it's SNL. <laughs> yeah, I love Jack. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, you just you sound like a, like a like you sound like a battered housewife or something. Like oh. uh-huh. like you say something and you're just like waiting for me to like haul off and like backhand you. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, time for another break. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my dinner, bitch? Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Frank's losing it. <laughs> oh, you broke Frank. <laughs> All right. I'm right. to spit my beer. Oh, man. Yeah. Please don't. <laughs> All right. It's time to open gifts. You know, I'm going to start. I got two, I got, uh, two boxes. Okay? Uh, yeah. Uh, like, let's make a deal. Does one have a donkey in it? Am I supposed to really answer that? <laughs> All right, we got to We got to We're gonna. We're gonna end it on this. We got a. Yeah, we got a box here. Uh, I'm gonna make the Terabishi. They, the Terabishi boys, Way Al and uh, Basil, sent us a box, and I'm gonna make them wait as I open up Jacob Harmon's box. <laughs> Poor Basil, man. Every every like every other day, he's like, dude. <laughs> Are you gonna open it? You know, how long have you had it? Is Frank gonna be there? Because I can't. Oh, I haven't. You haven't been here in the fuck, past two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Oh, so. it's Frank's yeah. fault. Yeah. Frank's fault. Go figure. So, <laughs> gonna open this up, and uh, we got. Here we go. What do we got here? Read this first. Uh-oh. Read this first. This is from Jacob Harmon. Jacob Harmon, guest on the last week's episode. Uh, Brian, Jake, and Frank. I hope this package finds you well. Inside, you will find a number of comic books for all of you to share as you please. You will be. You will also find a Jurassic Park ID badge and a number of DVDs. Hopefully, Frank can show his daughter the wonders of the 1987 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon. You will also find two pins for Jake. Uh, one is from the Roscoe Motel in Roscoe, New York, where I stayed on my road trip to Roscoe. Jeez. I think he broke the record for using the word Roscoe, Roscoe. in one letter, but maybe Duke's a hazard Peak as you beat. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, and the paper town of Aglo, 
the setting of the climax from the book slash movie Paper Towns. Nice. Um, the other pin is from Jake's favorite movie. Uh, there will be another package coming shortly. I'm just waiting for the wood to arrive so I can finish Frank's gift. Ooh, wood. I like wow. that. Ah, oh, man. See you all at C2E2. Thank you for the countless hours of entertainment. Best Jake Harmon, number one bearded fan. Absolutely. So let me open this up. Him and that beard. Him and that glorious beard. <laughs> You're jealous of that beard. Never. Yeah, you are. <laughs> All right, here's your uh, Roscoe pins. Oh, man. Holy look shit, at this that's huge. huge. Oh, no. It's an E.T. pin. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was wondering what movie he bit when he said my favorite, favorite movie. movie. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, while well, I divvy this stuff out, like get into that if people Man, don't. Know I thought it. we were friends, Harmon. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna go into the whole story, but I'll tell you this much: Oh, ET it traumatizes the shit out of me. Oh my me. god, he sent a lot of comic books. So yeah, you got a big old pile. I see all kinds of backboards. What you got here? Flashpoint paradox. That's oh, awesome. Shit. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, yeah. Do you have that? I don't have it. You, you should. I, I already own every DC animated on Blu-ray. I've oh, seen it. So. It's fantastic. I really love that movie. Uh, that's the one where uh, Thomas Wayne is Batman, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so good. Yeah, it's one of the best. Oh my god, he sent Galaxy Quest comics. Nice. Ooh. He sent Gem comics. I'll totally. Oh, I'll read the Gem. Nice, nice. Oh, he sent Rocket Girl. Rocket Girl's amazing. Oh man, Yosagio Jimbo. Oh shit! Yeah, let, me, let me see some of that. All right, and he sent um he sent uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles DVD. Yeah, she'll dig that. She'll dig that. Um, yeah, that'll be great for Frank. Michelangelo. Yeah, very cool. Thank you, Harmon. Very cool. Thanks, buddy. Awesome. Yeah, thanks, Harmon. Holy yeah. shit! That is a haul. Damn. Holy crap! Yeah. All right, Terabishi boys. Christmas in March or April. Wow, this whole Jib collection. Good God. Gosh. Really? Damn, Harmon can pack a box. Yeah, no kidding. Good God. And each and, every fucking, each and every fucking comics all individually wrapped. If I was to send anything to anybody, they'd be like wiping stains off the fucking pages. All right, I know uh, Basil sent a uh, sent me a he didn't send a letter a note with it, but he sent me a Facebook message about the co- I guess the contents. Let me see here. Okay, the advertised contents. <laughs> <laughs> dumb joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was bad. Yeah, this makes for fun episodes. Oh, yeah. Opening shit. Opening gifts that nobody can see. Nobody can see. Should I be periscoping? I know how much you love that. (laughs) No, don't. Please. I hate that shit. (laughs) I love it when you bring it up. (laughs) I know. Jesus, that made Frank's day. Uh, let's see. Uh, hey, Leftovers and Frank. My brother, uh, Wyal, and I have been collecting everything inside here for three months. Shit. That's like, uh, that's like a tri, that's like a trimester. Yeah. 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 Pop culture leftover scavenger hut. Do they send us a baby? <laughs> yeah, it looks like a couch the there's size a, of that box. There's, it hole, is huge. There, there's holes in the box. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, Breather holes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
There is no special occasion for this. Just a simple thank you from the Terabishi brothers. Uh, you might think you don't do much for us. Oh, my fucking phone went out. My f- Jesus Christ, <laughs> this fucking phone. You guys may think you don't do much for us in the Army, but you guys bring us laughter and smiles, and that means the world to us. There are four sections here. You'll know to whom each section belongs to by the shirts that's on top, which has been specifically selected for each leftover, and the candy is for everybody. Again, we hope you guys enjoyed the Terabishi box, and Brian, hopefully not all of these are baby toys, LOL, (laughs) and hopefully the shirts fit. Uh, P.S. Can you promote us to president and vice president of the Texas chapter of the PCL Army? Uh, Done. All right, done. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I, I got to meet Basil last year. He's oh, I remember that. That was cool. You, awesome. You, you got to see Civil War together. Yeah, we saw Civil oh, War cool. together, yeah, yeah. and he's very cool. And it was an awesome theater. I think it was like a Dolby Atmos theater. Mm-hmm. The sound oh. was amazing for Civil War, and we had great seats. Not a lot of people in the theater too. I think it was like me, Basil, and like just a few other people. Oh, that's cool. So it was a really cool experience, and it was nice getting to meet him and talk to him. So I got to see what this thing looks like. That's in sections when you open it. Yeah, let me. Uh, Pull off this bubble wrap. So we got different sections, and Jay got his own section. So I do know oh, that nice. we got some Pez here. So we got an R two D two Pez and a Darth Vader Pez. Nice, nice. Uh, let's see here. I have an uh, an Ahsoka Pez at home. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's a cool one. I have a Death Star one. That's my prized Star Wars one. Nice. Yeah. We're gonna know whose uh, section it is by the shirts that I pull out. All right. Okay. The one that, this one has come all over it. So Frank, this, <laughs> yeah, this is yours. No. <laughs> yeah. All right. We got a. Uh, oh, this has got to be Jay's. Is it a naked dead body? Well, it's. it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shit! That's cool. It's a Game of Rogues, and it's Batman sitting on the uh, Game of Thrones throne. Oh, that's pretty sweet. That is dope. I'm guessing this is Jay's. Jay's is the big Batman fan, so. Yeah, let's see. We'll do process of elimination maybe with the other shirts. We got what else we got here? What do we got here? Um Yeah, it's a Batman beanie cap. Oh, oh yeah, yeah that's Jay's. You got a uh what is this? Uh, it's this a one TIE Fighter diecast. TIE oh, Fighter, yeah, it's the uh, the black series. Yeah, those are nice. Uh let's see here. Batmo- uh, no, it's a uh, not a Batmobile. It looks like a Batmobile. It's a Darth Vader mobile. Oh, those are cool, oh, the character shit. cars. Yeah, from Hot Wheels. Those are nice. What else we got here? Uh, Batman pen. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Definitely a theme to this. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. He yeah. did get one Star Wars thing. That's true. And another. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh nice. that's badass. Oh, those are ornaments? X-Wing. and uh, I don't know. Those are cool. It's a magnet set. Oh, oh that's, that's awesome. awesome. They look good. I'm jealous. Got a mug. The mug is a Star Wars mug with different lightsabers on it. And cool. inside the mug, oh, shit, got a Batarang. Oh, oh Batarang keychain. keychain. That's badass. And a BB-8 keychain. Damn. Damn. And it's fucking like stainless steel and shit. Wow, that's cool. Some quality shit. It's nice. Uh, let's see. Holy crap, that's just one section. One section, and he also got... <laughs> oh, Voltron. Nice. From the, I didn't even know they made that from the new series that's already. badass. Yeah. Oh. Tell everybody what it it's is. It's Lion Attack Voltron. Yeah, it's a figure. Yeah. It's like he's got a missile coming out of I like of that crotch. it's Lion Attack Voltron, so he attacks lions. This is, <laughs> this is a Voltron I can get behind. <laughs> that's right. If you're new... Fuck you, Simba! you new, Jake hates lions. Yeah. <laughs> 
Awesome. Yeah, oh my God. Every time I play Lionel Richie, Jake flips out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's Hello, worst. it's not me Jake's ah. looking for. <laughs> All right, here's the uh, next section. The next shirt. I'm going to put everything back in everybody's section. Okay. All right, next shirt. Who is it going to be for? Brrr, yeah, drum roll. Fuck that drum roll <laughs> shit. That's stupid. Yeah, the drum roll. Big drum roll. roll. stupid. I agree. <laughs> uh, this is uh, Throne. Throw all oh, this is 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 this me throwing a screams star scream oh, oh that's gotta, gotta be, be. Yeah. oh this is cool. yeah it's that's star badass. oh, oh my yeah. god on the Iron Throne oh this is awesome nice now I wonder if we'll all have characters sitting oh, in the Iron that's Throne cool. I know what I'm gonna be wearing a C two E two fucking a throwing a screams that's star scream classic G one design on the Game of Thrones throne on a T shirt what you got in here I'm excited what do I got I got a uh, uh, see, well, this is a Rogue One pen. Oh, that's cool. Rogue One pen. Yeah, it's one of the Death Troopers. Oh, nice. Oh, so, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, that so that thing, pen, you'll use it once and it'll disappear forever. It doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> you stole my fucking joke. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> so it, it, sorry, it wrote itself. <laughs> Unfortunately, the pen won't. Uh, let's see here. Oh, fucking... Is this uh, is this Kylo? Looks like Kylo from the back. Yeah, this is Kylo Ren, a Kylo Ren figure. Nice. Kind of, I thought at first it might be Revan, but it's actually it's Kylo. Oh wow, yeah. Yeah, his face looks interesting. Ky- yeah, yeah. This is Kylo. All right, let's see here. I got oh K two S O K two S O magnets. Oh man, you oh. all get these awesome magnets. Oh, that's awesome. Let me see that thing. Yeah. Oh, that thing is sweet. Damn, that's fucking big ass heavy magnet. Uh, um, oh, I got a. Oh, you, you guys, damn you! <laughs> yes. This is fucking with me. It's a Marty McFly Funko Pop keychain. I love Back to the Future, <laughs> and I love. <laughs> he's on the fucking hoverboard. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, oh I got it. I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> nice job, guys. Uh, let's see here. Oh, this is very cool. This is like one of those, uh, rubber, those rubber bracelets. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's got each of the, uh, characters from the Justice League, their yeah, logos cool. on it. Put that shit on now before those characters are ruined. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. I need to put some X's on a few of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah Two thirds of it's still okay. Uh, let's see, I got a figure. Uh, figure is, uh, ooh, yeah, Cheer Dimway. Oh, nice. Oh, I got cool. a Cheer Dimway figure. That's, Very nice. That's cool. Let me see that. Well, as I said, like, he's one of my favorite characters, if not my favorite character from the film. Oh, they did a good job on this figure. That's a good Dottie Yin face. Yeah, it is. That is real good. Did they get the milky eye? Did oh, they nail they sure it? Did. Oh. oh shit! They got it. They got Holy it. Holy shit! I'm getting thirsty for some uh, lactose. Yeah, <laughs> tell you that much. Milk the cow. Fucking a. Uh, what do we got here? We got a. Uh... <laughs> what the fuck is this? Phone protector. It's an iPhone four and five phone protector. It looks like it's a uh, Superman's underwear. <laughs> Whoa! It's Superman's pink thong. It's pink thong. <laughs> just covers the bottom of it. Too. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Am I? <laughs> Let me see that. <laughs> Where did you guys get that? Oh. 
I'm going to eat some of these fucking jelly bellies right now. That is hilarious. Yeah. That's awesome. Ooh, are they Star Wars jelly bellies? Yeah, they are. You want some? Yeah. Whoa. That's a good shit. Here, take some. Oh, man, look how shiny they are. Frank? Yeah. yeah, sure. There you go. Thank you. Damn, they are shiny. Yeah, they are. <laughs> mm. Oh, there's a cup. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Mm. I love jelly belly. That reminds me. I got to buy some Jolly Rancher jelly beans for Easter coming up. Oh, this is a uh, Black Series. This is a... Uh, this is Kylo's ship. Mm-hmm. What's that called? Kylo's Ren's command shuttle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> great name. What are they? Great names. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I should stop eating jelly beans up the air. <laughs> I just downed them all at once. It's Doctor, Doctor Who travel charts, bud. That is awesome. Heck yeah, dude. That's cool shit. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Pete, <coughs> Pete Neen sent us uh, sent me a uh, fucking a mug. Oh yeah, I remember yeah, that was nice. Tardis mug. Uh, more candy. Oh, uh, what's this? Uh, they sent me a mug uh, buttons. Oh, it's a kid for freaks and geeks. It's a little oh, magnet. Nice. That's oh, cool. Nice. That's cool. It's actually the one that's doing the Spider Man movie. This huh. is him when he's a little kid. Oh, really? Yeah, he's the one doing Spider-Man. A Terry... <laughs> fucking Terry Crews button. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. That's great. Ooh, my favorite DC character, Flash. This nice. is a great Keep box. That's the best box I've ever seen. Damn. Um, <gasps> shut the fuck up. Is this is this Silver Surfer? Looks like... Is it Westworld? Is it oh, Westworld? That's Westworld. That's Westworld. That's Westworld. Oh, thank you. This is my new favorite keychain. And Flash. I love Flash. Flash is my favorite DC character. As far as in the movies, it's Superman Christopher Reeves. What's this ring? I got a ring. Mm-hmm. It's the Lord of the Rings. Oh. Oh, shit. Yeah, right, dude. You know what? I don't care. Like, people, if you check down to this fucking episode right now, because we're opening gifts, I don't give a shit. This is for my... The microphone. This is for... Yeah, this is for my buddies. Oh, dude, Jake, he's just... He's right in it. He's going in and smacking. Feel free. Do it. Oh, I don't Smack give a it up. No. I downed all mine in one swallow. They sent me a mug that says, have a nice day. Mm-hmm. Flip it up on the bottom. <laughs> That is great. That is hilarious. That is perfect yeah. for you. I saw that middle finger from a distance. So I was confused. <laughs> yeah, underneath the mug, it's somebody giving you the middle finger. This is perfect for me. Mm-hmm. You know, my luck, I would still have fucking liquid in it. I was just thinking that that could be a problem. Ah, shit. Burn <laughs> That's shit. perfect for when you take a drink. Burn the shit out of my crotch. You really got to take take a deep drink. <laughs> well, yep. uh, man, these guys really fucking. They packed this. Man. Yeah, they did. They really fucking practiced. No, I'm excited. What do we got? Look at that pile of shit you got. Holy shit. Awesome. I don't know if shit's spilling over into mine. I feel like shit's spilling over into mine. I feel like some of this shit should be for Frank. Maybe we we need clarification about who's what. Because it's a Doctor Who pocket watch. Mm. Ooh. It's a TARDIS. I've got one like that. Do you? Yeah. And... Terminator skull. Ooh, that's bad. Yours. I, that's yours. That's yours. This is definitely mine. I like Terminator, but like I've never like raved about it on the show before. Frank, you can have that. I've got one just like it. You sure? 
I oh, bet you, if, you already got, watch? if you already got one, I'll take it. I bet that's yours, Brian. Yeah, I, I bet they it's give yours. you other Doctor yeah. Who stuff yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. And I've I, got one like that's got Gallifrey symbols on the. Well, I'm the one face. that uh, this time I'm the one that turned you on to Doctor Who. Not yeah, Hawk, not Hawksby. Right. I'm still struggling through season nine. By the yeah. way, good God, what a slog fest! All right, you guys. Do you guys want to get yours? Do you guys want to start going through your stuff? Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. Or do you want me to pull stuff out for you? You, could, you can pull stuff out. Oh yeah, out. yeah. Okay. Next shirt goes to. All right. Insert drum roll noise here. Whatever. <laughs> uh, this has got to be Jake. This is a Game of Thrones shirt. Oh yeah. Oh nice. Mario. With Mario. <laughs> so love it. Look at the hammer. That's badass. Yeah, that's you, cool. You guys should see this box. They've actually br- broken it down into four different. I stood sections. up and looked at it. Yeah. No, I'm talking to our listeners. Oh, fuck oh, right. <laughs> 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 that. You know what you can see. All right, Jake. What do you got? Oh yeah. Let's see, I'm excited. Oh yeah, so Darth Vader wacky wobbler. <laughs> nice. Got his hand out doing the force choke. Holy shit. They sent us tons of these jelly beans, Damn. dude. I, I'm digging these jelly beans right now. This is like, do you want to open this up? Yeah, here, hook me Fuck. up. I'll pop the cork. Pop the cork on that bad boy because I want some. Oh, those are my favorite ones, the champagne jelly beans. <laughs> Jeez. He gets more excited about the champagne jelly beans than anything in the box. Oh, I love them. They're hard to find. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I want some. Oh, man, they have star- strawberry daiquiris. Here you go. Night- Nightmare Before Christmas figures or something. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, cool. they look good. Yeah, they do. Yeah, that is sweet as fuck. Damn, how'd they get all this shit into that box? There you go. Nightmare Before Christmas pen. Nice. Love it. Here you go. Ooh, you got you got Poe Dameron. Ooh. Oh, nice. Poe Dameron's uh, X-Wing. Love it. Oh, I want these jelly beans, though. Oh, this is perfect. <laughs> get, yeah, get those jelly beans open. It's hard. <laughs> That's what she said. Was there a child lock on it? Yes. <laughs> hey, Brian's got a knife. I'm <laughs> Jake cuts his hand trying to get the jelly oh, God, beans. Oh, God. No, Live kidding. on the air. It's like some special. Movie. All right, hey, uh, sorry, sorry, Basil and Wyo. We got to wrap early. We got to take Jake <laughs> to the uh, emergency room. I did. It. We, we think hey. he, we think he cut a main artery. Yes. <laughs> oh god! Oh no! I spilled one. Jake's on bleeding floor. out, needing jelly beans on the way to the hospital. <laughs> mm. <laughs> there, I want some. Mm. Those look really good. They're delicious. Come out. Good lord. <laughs> they don't come out very easily. That bottleneck. Don't eat the paper. Oh, God. Mmm. <laughs> What's up, Frank? I'll try one. Because I'm sure they're going to hook me up with my own. I'm going to get fat again before there you go, man. Oh, yes. Cersei Lannister. That's awesome. Damn. Those are good. Oh, uh, you're going to love this. It's a pen. Mmm. Oh, that is amazing. What is it? It's a Moogle pen. Oh, I see it. I see the little pop. Yep. Got it. Cool. Oh, why is this on your side? This is so weird. What is it? Watchman buttons. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did you like Watchmen? No, not really. <laughs> I like all buttons, though. <sighs> I like all buttons. Oh, shit. Did I just... Are we still recording? I hope so. 
We've got so much shit. On, I'm just... Okay, the mixer is covered. Yeah. Take a quick break. Okay. <laughs> Make sure. All right, we're back. We Sorry are back. I'm still eating, though. Yay. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Jake got a mug. Oh, nice. I love coffee mugs. I don't know what it is, though. Let me see. I'll figure it out. Do you have to put, like, liquid in it for it to display what it is? Because it's all black. But inside of it, you also got the Justice League band. Oh, nice. You've got... Oh, check out your little pocket watch thing, dude. Oh, what is it? Oh, Nightmare for Christmas. Sweet. Cool. Those pocket watches are cool. Ooh. Ooh, a nice little fucking Sam Raimi Spider-Manish logo. That's sweet. Uh, you're gonna love this shit. Oh, I know. They sent me one spoiler. That was the spoiler they sent me. That they had a Moogle keychain. It's amazing, too. Here's, oh, here's the awesome. rest. Yeah, look at that one. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, right. And we don't know that's like that. straight out of Final Six. Oh, all kinds of stuff in here. Oh, crap, now I'm dropping stuff. Ha! Uh, Rainy Spider-Man went over here, and you got a jelly bean by your left foot. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, there you go. Here we go. So much stuff. A mug. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, beard mug. Ha! <laughs> what does it say? With with great beard comes great responsibility. <laughs> At least someone thinks I have a great beard too. <laughs> oh wow! Wow! <laughs> I'm sorry. If we're ranking beards, if we're ranking, if we're ranking beards. I'm putting Harmon at number one. <laughs> Harmon get Harmon takes the beard cake. Nice. Oh, I love all these buttons. Thanks so much, guys. There's more buttons. Good oh, Harry gracious. Potter house buttons too. Sweet. There you go. Man, this is amazing. What's in there? Did you look? Uh, it kind of fell out. Oh, really? Is it? Oh, I about dropped it. Oh, nice. What is that? It's a Death Star. Ooh. Oh, oh. Gotcha. It is. Yeah, it's a Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? <laughs> oh, nice. A double door keychain. Oh, that is amazing. I'll probably actually give this to Michelle. She'll be she'll be too jealous if I keep it. <laughs> All right, this is Frank's Frank's box. Frank's shirt is let me be the first to look. Oh, this is perfect. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Deadpool! That's awesome! It's Deadpool on the Game Game of of Thrones throne. So everybody got, everybody got a Game of Thrones throne with Ah. like, their character. How the fuck did they find a Starscream Game of Thrones shirt? Yeah, no doubt. They must have a company that'll put whoever you want on a Game of Thrones shirt. That's awesome. Hey, Frank. Oh sweet! Oh nice, Ecto One. Ecto One. Tell everybody nice. what it is. It's just it's, it's an a little diecast deal. It's Hot Wheels. Oh sweet! Yeah, I didn't even catch that bit. Tell everybody That's what. Awesome. I want to hand it to you. It's okay. like Christmas. All right. You know, and you I got your grandparents it. are there. They your can't gran- see. They can't see. They can't <laughs> hear shit. So you're gonna have. You know what I mean? Sure, That's sure, our sure. audience right now. Think right. of them as your grandparents. Right. Let them know what you get. Okay. Ooh, looks like the Super Star Destroyer. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Black is that the series. Magnet? No, it's Titan Black series. series figure. Oh, sweet dude, that's cool. That is cool. All right, what's this guy? Alien. Oh, dude, it's a little Funko Pocket Pop alien. That's cute. Oh, that is cool. <laughs> Keychain Funko Pop. Awesome. Mm. I'll say that. Jelly beads. Oh, I'll say that too. What? There you go. A pin. 
Deadpool pin. Awesome. This is a great box, man. It is. It really is. Great candy, great gifts. Got the yeah. Justice League band, too. TARDIS keychain. Oh, that's cool. very nice. And then, what's this here? Oh, Deadpool one. Oh, wow. That's nice. That's cool. There you go, man. What else is in here? There's still something else in here. What is that? Oh, it's a Walking Dead one. It's Lucille. Oh, no. That's cool. <laughs> oh, Deadpool beanie. That's cool. We got some cool days up coming up on C2E2. I'll slap that on. Oh, what's this? Oh, Three-Eyed Raven? Oh, dude, that's a neat little statuette. Yeah, that is cool. The Three-Eyed Raven. That's badass from Game mm. of Thrones. Oh, I thought that was Raven Simone with a third eye. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's so Raven. <laughs> that's badass. And it comes with a book, a 64-page book that's illustrated. It's cool. Oh, this is awesome. Dude, this is dope as fuck. What is it? Check this bad boy out. It's a mug. Oh, sweet. It's a Doctor Who mug, and it's got fucking it looks angels like, and Daleks. And no, artists. it looks like a Christmas sweater, dude. Yeah, it's awesome. That's badass. Hmm. That is neat. There you go. Ooh, what's this? Ooh, Trivial Pursuit Doctor Who. That's awesome. Dude, check out the dice. That's sick. <laughs> oh, Dalek Dalek's dice. Dalek's on it. Dalek dice. <laughs> Wow. I can thank you. That's badass. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you, Holy YL. Shit. Thank you, YL and Basil, man. This, yeah, is, this is so amazing. I'm like overwhelmed by all this. Oh, me too, man. This was Christmas. So cool. Harmon. Harmon hooked us up with a bunch of comics and DVDs. I wonder if you put like water in that mug if like something like inside does you don't you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like the temperature cold. Put like coffee in it or something or like warm water or something. Maybe. Oh yeah, it's it looks like it it's Harry Potter related. Oh okay. Added to it. Oh, Maybe. oh, it's probably the Marauders map. Oh, I was gonna think it was uh, the Sorting Hat telling you that you're in the uh, asshole group. <laughs> like that, that's happened before. Like, like there's a new house called the Assholes. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> oh man, so much. Ah. Kind of like Slytherin, but less malicious, less malevolent. <laughs> All right, I think that's it. Oh yeah, I forgot. I don't worry. I got. They sent me a uh, Marty McFly driver's license. Oh no, mm-hmm. shit! That's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome. That's very cool. <sighs> All right, a badass haul, guys. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, no thank you so much. Very cool, man. I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed too. Trying to get it all back together so I don't lose anything or break anything here. Mm-hmm. Damn. Our listeners are like, man, this episode sucks. Fucking ass. <laughs> <sucks." laughs> it's but, like, yeah, we got to hear him opening a bunch of stuff. Let me chew closer to the mic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three people enjoyed the end of the episode. <laughs> Harm and Basil and Wild. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is like, six of you caught us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, fuck the rest of you. You should have sent gifts. To <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, thank you. Like these guys did not have to do this. This is insane. So cool. Awesome. Uh, man, I can't. Yeah, I can't wait to get some of this stuff home. Cannot wait. 
I'll put it in my little. I'll put it in my little room. Oh my god, I I love this. I gotta I gotta take a look closer look at this pocket watch. I know it's so much stuff. It was hard to examine. Yeah, today. yeah, yeah. So I open this bad boy up. It's a working fucking watch. That's neat. <laughs> this is amazing. Westworld keychain. How dope is that? Yeah, no kidding. Where the fuck do you even find that? I don't know. All right. <sighs> Thank you guys so I think much. This is a necklace, not a keychain. I'm gonna go and do a uh, sugar coma, just eating jelly beans. <laughs> so we might not have an episode next week. Mm. Sugar coma. Oh well, no big movie next week, right? I don't know. Is I there? Think there is. There wasn't a big movie this week, if you ask me. Oh, Fuck yeah, it was a shell of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> the Ghost in the Shell was the fucking the, the script. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Transparent and bullshit. Uh, let's see here. All right. Is that it? We done? Yeah, we're done. We're Later. done. All right. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Basil, YL, thank you guys so much. You yeah. guys are amazing. Thank you so much. I love these gifts. <laughs> I can't wait to get them home. Uh, Harmon, thank you so much for the gifts. That's awesome. I already got my TARDIS necklace on. I'll be reading some gem comics. I guarantee I'll be reading some fucking gem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like right up my alley. Oh, yeah. I'm over here fucking reading like, oh, you're reading Archie, Archie. now. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm waiting for that next issue to come I'm out reading, in May. I'm reading Snot Girl. It's like one of my favorite comics <laughs> out right now. So, all right. Hey, I gotta guys. get back on sex criminals. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's back, too. I oh, got, it is? I got a new issue recently. Ooh, nice. All right, guys. We will see you next week for episode 182. Peace awesome. out. Later on. Maybe we'll read emails. I don't know. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Leftovers. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. I couldn't do it. You people need a t-shirt saying, I just listened to two hours of nonsensical crap. Anyway, if you'd like to reach the Pop Culture Leftovers cast, you can email them at comments at popcultureleftovers.com. You can also follow them on Twitter at PC Leftovers or like their Facebook page. They'd love to hear from you. They're all pretty sad and lonely. One of them is homeless, but I didn't say that. Like seven million podcasts talking about pop culture and all that makes us happy, like shooting at a womp rat. But it's all been done before. We don't want to be a copycat. We're the leftovers picking up the scraps, dropped by the cool kids. It, it, it's a trap. Good and toss it, good and taste it. Do we love it? Hey, let's race it, clean it, race it, let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture, carry over counterculture, push over pop culture.
fraternity. Do we love it? Hey, let's face it. Can't erase it. Let's embrace the Tupperware party. Subculture spill over like a vulture. Carry over counterculture. Push over pop culture. Leftover. I'm cool, kids. What's to say has already been said. Leftovers.